Streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcast.com. Hi, this is Michael Sheard, Admiral Ozzel from The Empire Strikes Back, and you are listening to Star Wars on Direct. Cyclan.net, c'est les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga, des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars, incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe, et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.cyclan.net. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Transmissions. Communications disruption can mean only one thing. Here they come. The coordinate tractor beam is pulling us in. You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition. And welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Hi everyone, Ari Dolling Hall, my dear producer, Danny Pepin Lunatic. Hey everybody. And my friend, Kit Fisto. Hello, hello, hello. Hey there. Hey, this is Real Mutes joining you tonight, again for another Star Wars on Direct, live from Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of cool, you know. Yeah. All the way up in Echo Base because it's been really cold this week. It's oh incredible. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Tonight we're going to be talking about the future of Star Wars on the small screen. Uh, of course, with the coming of the Clone Wars, we have the nightmares of the Ewok adventures that come back to us. 
Course, the droids. From the droid series. Holiday special. The holiday oh special. God. <laughs> <laughs> not talk about it. Yeah. So no talks of the about the holiday special tonight, okay, people? Maybe uh, another show. That's right. <laughs> of course, we have the iPlay segment coming up in a few minutes. We have the Star Wars miscellaneous news and the community update to come at the end of the show. And now we're going to go to Kit Fisto, who's going to tell you how to contact us. You can contact us by email at studio at swundirect.com, by MSN Messenger, which is swindirect at hotmail.com. And the chat is on the link on the main site, which is www.sw indirect.com that's how to contact us and there's also the webcam which you can watch that's right which you'll find a link all of that on our website www.swendirect.com and there you go now we're going to go to our dear producer hey first of all this (laughs) yesterday was uh, Brian's birthday so happy birthday Brian thank you everyone let's sing happy birthday to Brian (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the other thing is simply that uh, Star Wars and Rick is a show for the fans, and we we like the show uh, being downloaded a lot, but we like it better when people are listening live. So if you are listening and you're not in the chat, or if you're listening to the archives, take the moment and, and come listen to us live. Make an effort, because yeah. it's really something different, because you get to participate with us online, and then you get to hear us react to exactly. whatever you say that's right and that's that's it <laughs> I don't Yay! have anything else to say ok well we're going to start up the show with a little musical break we're going to go and listen to you two stay far away so close
Welcome back. Not to the hyperspace segment yet, just yet. Uh, first of all, my friend Kit Fisto here is going to name and say hi to everyone in the chat, especially all of you who are listening to us live for the first time. Okay, hi A, Cryostorm, Delos, Dirge, uh, is that Jim? It's JJM. JJM. Kent, Kitor, Matab, Raven, SW Fanworks, which is Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Hi, Tiger Claw, and that's it. Yeah, there you go. We would like to see more people in the chat, though. Always. Yeah, yeah if y- if you want us to contact you, uh, just go on the chat, and uh, you'll have to, of course, add the uh, swendirect at hotmail dot com user to your MSN list, so we can get your uh, your phone number in pr- in uh, private. Hence, you know, don't give it to the chat because you might get like prank calls. You might not want to. There you go. So, uh, there's one that. Wants to call us from the UK, so hey, we're gonna nice. try. Uh, That'd be cool. Yeah, send us your uh, your phone number, and we're try to uh, 
we'll get all the numbers right to call you. That's right. <laughs> and we're going to say hi to uh, Jeff Froney from Tatooine TV who just joined in yeah. into the chat. Okay, so are we good to go to, to again, the uh, Star Wars Hyperspace? You want uh, the intro again? Introduction again, that's it. Okay, okay. Oh, crap. Prepare to jump into hyperspace on my mark. All right, stand by. Okay, so for all of for all of those of you who are joining us for the first time, uh, basically the hyperspace segment is a period of Star Wars on Direct Oops. where we speak only of spoilers. So you're gonna have to turn down your volume if you don't want to listen to them. What we do is we actually time ourselves with a little chrono over here. Uh, today's hyperspace segment will be 20 minutes. So of course, what we ask you not to do is discuss any spoilers in the main chat on Star Wars on Direct.com chat. You can go to my room one and discuss all the spoilers you want over there. And it's really fun to actually do talk about those spoilers. If something else you'd like to, to uh, discuss those spoilers in a non-spoiler forum on the internet somewhere else, that's a big no-no. Don't do that. They You're going to get banned. They, that's <laughs> it. There are, spo- there are spoiler forums uh, wherever, you're, wherever you might be posting. So it's just, just you use those. That's it. Just use those. There you go. So we're going to start the chrono right now. And I'm going to start off with a nice little uh, post on the uh, hyperspace forum from uh, Pablo Hidalgo. Because uh, a lot of people have been ranting about the uh, cost of hyperspace, you know. Uh, it's, what, 20 bucks US per year? 19.95 per year? That's 167 cents. A <laughs> dollar and 67 per month. Uh, basically, if you take a look at it, you've been, like, ever since you be- the, the beginning, you've had episode, set, episode 3 set diaries, episode 3 production webcams, uh, bent tracks, photoreceptor pictures, we've had the, uh, uh, before the helmet pictures that had, that had them th- themselves on, uh, s- not in September, but in, uh, is that in September? Nope, not yet, just in, uh, just in October. And before that, we had the the, the uh, webcam, of course, that was always there. We've had tons of online chats. Uh, for instance, in, just in July, which was the second month of hyperspace, we had uh, five people drop by the online chats, which was Rick McCollum, Rob Coleman, Nick, G- Nick Gillard, Don Dees, and Tony Daniels. Uh, in August, we had Tony Daniels, who came back, and Trisha Bigger. Um, September, we've had Ryan Church, Dan Gregoire, Brent Benbert, Paul Hans, and Pablo Hidalgo himself. Uh... Don't don't forget, of course, uh, all the message boards, personalization, the avatars and all, email addresses you can get, the enhanced cargo bay with uh, nice rebates from time to time uh, during the, uh, the, the the holidays. We had a 20% off uh, custom stuff, and we still have it, I, I believe. Uh, of course, we had access to the holiday Yoda figure, which was very interesting because something open mainly to members of the fan club. So we have kind of two fan clubs now. We got the hyperspace and the official fan club. Yeah, it's getting mixed up over there. <laughs> so you know, it's it's still a pretty good deal. That's just to do a little follow up on one of our last show. Not very ex- expensive. That's it. You know, one dollar sixty-seven for. Plus, uh, I forgot to mention, but you had the uh, the Attack of the Clone uh, cutscene that was had there. Might see uh, some of those. Earlier in the past, who knows? Now, for the for nice hyperspace news, uh, basically, on January fifth, ever since our last show, the magazine Starlog is confirmed by an interview with Wayne Pygram. He's the guy who did uh, Scorpius on Farscape. Uh, he's an Australian actor, and he's gonna be in Episode three. And he says that 
the character he plays is actually a character from the, f- the original trilogy, Star Wars New Hope movie. Mm. Oh if boy. you take a look at the picture of the guy, he looks a lot like uh, Dark, yeah. like Peter Cushing. Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting. You can see, I think you can see a picture of, of him all over the net. It's yeah. really fairly easy to find out. Uh, same day, MTV had an interview with Natalie Portman, and she said she saw a sequence of the combat between Ewan and Hayden Christensen. She said it's incredible, and mo- one of the biggest reasons for which it, it is incredible is because they did everything themselves. George was thinking of using uh, stuntsmen's, but Ewan and Hayden were b- even better than the stuntsmen, so this was really imp- imp- impressive. Uh, something very interesting about that, Nick Jellard mentioned in the chat. Uh, just this Friday, that uh, he was really impressed with the guy, the work that the guys did on learning the moves and everything, and he was really, really happy about this. Uh, in the latest Insider, the Star Wars Insiders number 73, uh, we've learned about reshoots period. We're going to have some in uh, Mars 2004, we'll, which will be happening at uh, the Elstree Studio in London. Then we'll have November 2004, which will, I believe, this is not confirmed, it's a simple belief that I have that it will be in Australia back at the Fox Studio in Australia and you have February 2005 which should be only three to four days uh, why do you say Australia? because uh, Rick McCullough mentioned in one of those past chat uh, in Hyperspace that he was going to go back to Australia for to do some scenes with the Wookiees with the bas- basketball team yeah some, something like that that's it so I'm guessing that's you know it, it should take a week to, to do in any case, uh, they also mentioned the fact that, uh, just like he did for the, the, the droid factory in Tech of the Clone, George Lucas is taking time to think and maybe had a new scene. Uh, John Williams should also work, uh, start working in September 2004 in the music, and then he'll get into the studio, woohoo, our, our fan, yay, in January, February 2005. Uh, we've rec- we've seen a couple of cool images in the past few weeks. Uh, three in particular. There's uh, Otis, one of the f- one of the fans, who actually did a nice little uh, caricatural picture of uh, what's his name, General Grievous. General Grievous. That's right. And uh, it's it's an interesting picture. You can uh, you can take a look at it on Sitland.net if you'd like in the news from January 12th, or you can go to the Millennium Falcon boards, and it's going to be there. So, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting picture. It looks like a Joan Osian uh, uh, fighter, except robotic. So, it's not too bad, but I've seen better. Uh, of course, that, that's a personal opinion, by the way. <laughs> and does not reflect the opinion of the Star Wars on Direct crew. Um, we've seen also the, the front or the back of a, uh, a new Jedi Starfighter. I'm thinking the back, I think that's a reactor, but the producer of this show does believe it's the front, and it does look... It to admit, is supposed to be the cockpit. I have to admit, it does look a little bit like the front with the, uh, the images, well, the, the, the windows like the TIE Fighters had. That's interesting. Uh, we also saw some production art that would be, that would be coming from the Star Wars uh, biggest spies. Uh, that was showing the, uh, the drop of the helmet on, on uh, Vader's head. It's really interesting. It's good looking, but it's something that someone with a very nice uh, pencil could have actually drawn. So. I don't think so. But it does look like... Official. Uh, it it looks like official material. It looks like uh, our our dear artist uh, from uh, from from uh, ILM material. So that's interesting. There you go. On January twelfth, 
uh, as I was saying, George Lucas uh, gave the first action sequence uh, to Episode Three. Uh, the 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 island team started working with the space battle, which was which is really cool. Uh, of course, this this will this battle will involve ships from the Republic and the Separatists, and it's going to be interesting to actually see. There are about 25 visual effects that are completed right now. They're still working on it. Uh, right. Rick McCollum said that he has as a goal to actually get to 160 effects before May, so completed for May, which is a fairly a good lot. thing. It's 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 many, but considering the fact that there should be about 2,000 effects in, in the movie, you know, 160 effects by May, so it's it's a pretty good deadline. <laughs> I mean, but it's good, guys. It's good. Okay. Of course, uh, even if Ilum has not really touched this battle yet, they've just like you know put all the big frameworks in there so it's really cool uh, John Knoll has asked George uh, George Su- George, George, Sekul, <laughs> George Lucas <laughs> George Sekul <laughs> the colors to use for lasers blue, green and red uh, should be the colors for the reactors George says no this only applies to the laser so basically the reactor should be red or blue just like we saw in the original trilogy um uh, of course, uh, George actually spotted some interesting glitch because there was uh, one of the wings of the missiles that was shaky. So when he saw that, he's like, hmm, that's really cool. You know, something shouldn't shake because of air displacement in, in, in space. But he said, that's kind of cool. So have all of them move, you know, shake like that. Uh, the, the, the vibration of the ship. Well, the wings yeah. on, the, on the missile. So it's, it's, it's fairly interesting. Uh, they also discovered a new type of explosion, and George was really intrigued by the effect, so he says he wants to keep it in the movie. Uh, George also asked John to create a new sort of missiles, which will be launched from a Republican ship. We had the seismic bomb in Attack of the Clone that was cool. Yeah, imagine a, so cool. a new type of explosion. That was, and that was that was really really weird because you know you, you hear people you hear things silence nothing <laughs> and boom boom, boom it's like is that like like not in synchro with the right. film or something <laughs> <laughs> you wonder for a while there but it's really it was a really good effect uh, of course now the uh, the uh, weekly. Uh, uh, meeting at ILM just moved into the uh, big theater room over there, uh, which can contain about a uh, hundred people. Which is, it's, it means that they're they were actually working. And what we saw on the webcam uh, most recently in the recent days was a big schedule on the wall with all those different colors. And you look at them and I'm like, yeah, I can do a little homework. So these guys have a lot of homework to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. I, I'm sure I freak working over there. I do like overtime all the time. Uh, of course. There's, uh, you don't think, we're not sure about the work done by, Al- by ILM so far in terms of all of the sequences and all, but uh, apparently they would be fairly advanced. Uh, one of the ships that, that we're going to recognize at the beginning of the battle is going to be one of Trade Federation battleships, which we signed to Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. On Thursday, January 15th, uh, we saw on the uh, hyperspace webcam that. Uh, we actually confirmed the new one of the, the planets that we're going to see in the film in episode yep. three. They confirmed Alderan, Coruscant, episode three artwork, which is not a planet, <laughs> <laughs> but just just happened to be one of the a binder the binders that were there. And uh, we saw Alderan and Coruscant. So Alderan is now confirmed by the hyperspace service, which which is kind of cool. You know, it's a, it's a spoiler leak. It's interesting to see that they are giving us some candy to chew on. Yeah. Uh, of course, we you, you, if you take a good look at that image, you can see that the last 
the last the fourth binder the last two letters would be E and R but it's really difficult to make up what else so you know it's they placed it like this that's <laughs> it it's on purpose you know they want us to look at these things anyhow so it would be Mustafa Mustafa I don't know <laughs> I don't think so no it's probably uh, something else completely ah. different planet mm. okay uh, now because Aiden and Nick were at uh, the ranch this weekend. This week, uh, they got in at uh, in on Friday. They're probably going to be spending a little uh, a little while there. Of course, they were fighting with their lightsabers on Friday, and everyone was wondering what was what that was all about. Well, Pablo went to hell to try and get Hayden to do an actual uh, chat on the hyperspace, but he couldn't. So we had Nick Gillard and uh, Mousy the script girl instead. Which still was interesting. So I'm going to read you a couple of uh, a couple of, a- of, a- of extracts from that in the last in the, the the last couple of minutes we have because they're fairly interesting. Uh, will anyone get hit with a lightsaber in Episode Three like Obi Wan did in Attack of the Clones? Yeah, it happens. It happens to a lot of people in Episode Three. Says Nick. So <laughs> you're like, okay, we're going to see a couple of fun things, Nick. Like uh, wounds, wounds made on lightsabers. That's gonna be cool. Can you tell us anything about your role in Episode Three? Will we recognize you? Will you be facing off against a certain fallen Jedi? He says he grew very long hair for it, so he may not recognize me. And yes, so he's gonna be probably fighting against Anakin. Ooh, that's gonna be interesting. He's gonna be in the that's Jedi. That's so purge. cool. Yeah, that's it. Um, I was concerned about your response to Aiden being the best swordsman so far. Obi-Wan beats him in episode 3, so why wouldn't Obi-Wan be the best? You know, kind of wonder about that. Uh, he says, because winning a fight isn't necessarily about being the best at something. Oh. This is, this is so like Yoda, tr- Yoda, Yoda mental, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, there's another guy who asks, will there be any more lightsaber action during pickups? If so, will it involve both Ewan and Aiden? Uh, he says the tiny pieces would bolt from what he's seen. So we're probably going to be hearing about more pickups for that. That's going to be interesting. Uh, how many of those mock lightsabers did you break during the summer filming and training? And by you, I mean everybody flinging them around. If you have a broken one, can I get one? <laughs> <laughs> I think we all would like to get yeah. one. But actually, he says, we finally got a good design and only broke three. So you know what, guys? Oh, that's too bad. Take take that design and like Sell put it, it put it with the master replicas, <laughs> and you can make a lot of money. <laughs> that could be interesting. Do we see any young Padawans fighting? A said di- diary had mentioned combat training for ten-year-old Padawans, and he says, "Yes, y- yes, we do. Wait till you see Mousy." So Mousy, the script girl, will be fighting as a Padawan in Star Wars Episode Three. Something of something. Probably a lot of kids. From the, the the production staff will be fighting. Uh, yeah, that's that's in most the, probable. The yeah, cameos and all. Yeah. Uh, one a very interesting question here. Does Darth Sidious uses his lightsaber, and if so, uh, can you say anything about it? Is very simple answer that says a lot. He ain't got it for show. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we have reasons to believe. Yes. That uh, Darth Sidious will be fighting in Episode Three and with his lightsaber, most probably against Yoda, which we have talked about for a, f- a couple of last weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen any of the movie yet besides the fights? Uh, if so, what do you think? He says that him and Aiden have seen the first half ha- half an hour, and they both got really excited. 
that's something really interesting because uh, Rick mentioned the fact that the movie would be entirely complete by uh, January just like basic. basic animatics and all and since the first half hour is already complete that's something really good because they're going to be able to start working on the first trailer like they did with the first uh, teaser for Star Wars yeah. The Phantom Menace you know we so should have it uh, by we November we should have it by uh, November, November right? yeah, yeah. I'd like March, but it's going to be November. <laughs> it's not going to be March. <laughs> I know. Uh, how long will the duel between Anakin and, Obi- and Obi-Wan be? It's still being edited, but it's still the longest ever. It had over 10 minutes in it. It's incredible. A 10-minute duel? 10-minute duel. Long. Okay, when you'll be like doing choreography... That we'll is, it's long. We'll, it's, we'll it's talk about that. Beca- no, well, just like thinking of 10 minutes of choreography at the speed they're going, because yeah. there's another question that's coming up. Okay. And it says, like, are they going up, are they going as fast as Obi and Darth Maul in episode one? It says yes. So, you know. That's pretty fast. They, they must have trained a lot before. That's it. Well, their, their, his answer was, it's very fast, like the one with Hobie and Maul, and I cut to Fatboy Slim, and it really had something going on. It was sick, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was his answer, <laughs> which was fairly interesting. Uh, he's been asked, have you seen Hayden in Vader's costume? And uh, what did you think at that moment? He says, I have. So, you know, we'll see Vader's costume in the film. Uh, is the f- is the final draw going to be intercut between another action sequence, or does it stand on its own as the finale of the film? Uh, in the script, it stands on its own. Whether or not it ends up that way, he doesn't know. Might be intercut or something. Uh, some French uh, fans actually said they wanted to meet Nick in Paris, and he said that he's going to be in France in two weeks to buy a farm. So French populace from rural countries... Check out for watch out, watch out. It's a, watch out for a farm for sale. You know, could be interesting. Uh, he's been asked, uh, what five word would you use to describe the big fight? And they couldn't show in the Star Wars board, so I'm guessing it's pretty explicit. <laughs> so it's a kind of a good thing. Uh, Nick, do you think that episode three could possibly have a PG rating? And he says, I think it is possible, which would actually go against all the Star Wars movie. I'm going mm. more for PG thirteen would mm. would be good, but. Uh, repeat the phrase, just a PG rating, yeah. Parental no, but guidance. The, the 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 phrase y- you uh, you said with a PG thirteen. No. Read it. What, did Nick? Do you think that episode three could possibly have a PG rating? I yeah. think it's possible. It's I think it's possible. So it's actually PG thirteen. Yes. And it's possible to be just PG. PG. I'd like to see a PG thirteen Star Wars. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. And you're 19. Because you're 19 now. You don't I know, but, care. <laughs> but in fact, you'd, nobody would even ask you. I know. <laughs> in any case, uh, Nick, can you tell us your Jedi name for episode 3? He says it's my name backwards, so it comes up at Sindralig. Fairly interesting. Uh, something else that, that came up later on during the chat, and uh, it's fairly funny. Wait a second. Let me just, like, find it over here. Um... That's interesting. I guess I. Okay, there it is. Did you know that in German, Drelig would mean spinning around? It can be a co- coincidence. Nothing happens by accident. Meditate on that. You should. <laughs> and he says, "Yes, I speak fluent German." Okay. Oh so boy. I'm guessing he's gonna he's gonna be like falling down, spinning. <laughs> That's gonna like be a, a Willem cry. Top. Yeah. Uh, is it possible for someone to wield more than two lightsabers at the same time? He says yes, but it's uncomfortable and you need a very special training. 
I'm thinking we're not going to see her, but I'm thinking Asajj Ventress, you know. She was similarly no, trained by herself. Dirge. <laughs> dirge, not, too. Not Dirge, but uh, General Grievous. 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 General Grievous will be interesting. But it, it's, it's animated, so... Who knows? Okay. Do you ever grind your teeth watching the fights from the original trilogy and wish you could re-choreograph them? Or do you think they're effectively portrayed as skills of the combatant at the time and you should s uh, they should stay as they are? Nick says, I don't have any teeth left from watching it. And Mousy, she stills grind. <laughs> <laughs> do you know um, any chance of seeing C-3PO wield a lightsaber in this movie? C-3PO? That's right. Come, Come on. Mousy, Mousy answers, answered, no, but there's a chance of a, ti of a tiara. C-3PO wearing a tiara. Oh my god. <laughs> This is a mega burn. And we're going to tell you now because it's out. But, you know, we, we, no, we, talked, with, we talked with some people and they told us about this. And that's, I just hope the tiara makes it to episode 3, final cut. I'm thinking before the helmet picture one day. Mm -hmm. Maybe. In any case, uh, have you seen any of the Star Wars fan films? If so, what do you think the choreography and some of the fights? He says he loves Star Wars, kid. <laughs> I well, told you I told you the kid had potential He has potential That's right Will we see any double li double sabers Like Dark Moles in episode 3 And he says After fashion Wink wink Nod nod <laughs> So most probably uh, Someone asked I've got to go um, Where is it It's not there. Uh, someone asked him if, you, if he ac actually had to control Hayden a little bit. And he says, I constantly have to lay down the law with that boy. <laughs> so he, says he has to watch him closely. And uh, I think that's going to be it. Pretty people. Oh, yes, one very interesting. Does Mace Windu use Vapad in, uh, the, in episode 3? Uh, he answered, Mace doesn't use Vapad, whatever that is. He does what I tell him to. So that's what, <laughs> that's, what, that's what was said, which was fairly interesting. And uh, he, someone asked him if we're going to see any more heads roll in episode 3. He said, head will rolls in episode 3. There you go. That's it for the hyperspace segment. There you go. Bye. And beep, beep. So beep, beep. Now I'm getting a little transition. Or you, you Actually, uh, before you we go to, the, to uh, listen to our friend yeah. uh, Jeff Froney from Tattooing TV, which did a nice little... Uh, which one was it now? Is uh, it I put the first one he made. The first one he made. The first Tattooing TV, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, what we want to tell you before we do that is that if you want us to call you, you'll have to add us to your uh, MSN messenger at, as the SWENdirect at Hotmail.com um, user and if you'd like to make any comments because since I'm hosting I can't really follow everything that's going on in the chat so if you want to leave us any com comments can do so by actually sending an email to studio at swendirect.com so right now we're going to go to a little transition before we go to our main subject which is Star Wars on small screen and you can uh, send us your comments now while you're listening to that TV. This is the toy. <laughs> Welcome to the wildest party in the universe. It's Twi'leks Gone Wild. You will see these lovely creatures like you've never seen them before. See them all twirl their head tails just for you. Ooh. Partying, dancing, and getting absolutely crazy. <laughs> 
Whether alien or humanoid, you must be over 18 seasons to order this wild video. Okay. It's 45 credits, and if you order now, we will throw in Twilight Spring Break on Naboo absolutely free. Ooh. Please allow four to six weeks delivery for the Outer Rim Territories. Call 555-1138. That's 555-1138. Order now. Cool. Much uh, affiliate. Galactic Wars got you down. Spice Mind work taking the life out of you. Escape. Treat yourself to a luxurious afternoon or oh, the entire weekend at Dagobah Spa. Mud baths, fog treatments, serene meditation parks. Take a jog around the rainforest, wrestle with snakes, or meet your fate in the tree cave. Come, revive yourself in nature, and live in huts you can't stand up in. Dagobah Spa. It's just what you need. Weapons not allowed. Jedi and Sith always welcome. Okay, that's it, everybody. Come on. And now we rejoin our regularly scheduled program, Ewok Elvis. <laughs> Tatooine TV, Episode 1. This was a Jeff Roney Designs production. For full credit information, please visit jrdonline.com. Hi, this is Mike Gallo, the producer for Star Wars Night Sail Republic for LucasArts. And this is Star Wars on Direct. And welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Of course, I'm throwing my pen all over the place here. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about the future of Star Wars on the small screen now. Uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to do this in two times. Uh, we're actually going to rant about what we think. And First of uh, all, we got to do the mis- miscellaneous news. All right. Yep. You missed that, dude. But no. it's true. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> you didn't miss it. <laughs> I didn't miss it. <laughs> you did miss it in my notes. <laughs> in any no. case, we're gonna go to the, the main TV. Miss news. Oh wow. Okay, oh boy. Put, put it in red next time. <laughs> oh boy. So miscellaneous news with my <laughs> friend Kit Fisto. See, they you always forget about me. Yeah, that's it. We got <laughs> we got to do him an intro. You know, I mean, even Nathan has an intro, so he should have an intro. I, I don't have an intro. I don't have, and, one. and I'm co-host. Oh, I, I don't have one. Your intro is the intro of the show. Oh, oh <laughs> boy! Well, let's not laugh too far. Uh, okay. okay. It's going red on the VU meter. So. Okay. Now I'm gonna start. Okay. In the mixed news for video games, the Star Wars Battlefront was officially confirmed as the title, and the possible date not confirmed by LucasArts is the 9th of September this this coming fall, or that'd be late summer, and the game would be like Battlefront 1942. And it would be first person and third person. So when you first person, when you're on foot, and then when you get into a vehicle, it would be third person. There would be um, a dozen vehicles that you could possibly pilot, and there will be deathmatch and the traditional capture the flag, and also a innovative um, new I don't know game type, which would be conquest, where you would go across and try and conquer all the planets side B. It's also the planet's number has been updated from 8 to 10. Mm-hmm. So you would be able to, you would have to conquer all of the 10 planets. 
and this would of course take place during the Clone Wars. Um, Not necessarily. Yes. Well, okay. During the Clone Wars. Yeah. Okay, and the game would is so far it's confirmed it's for the PS2 and Xbox, and but there's also for the PC, but there's no date out actually. So on the console you could have 16 adversaries and 48 by the computer. And also it could be, for example, droids versus the rebels or stuff like that. So it would be across, so it would be, I guess, infinities, yeah. not during any mm-hmm. one time period. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much all there is for that. There's a lot of details where you could probably find on most Star Wars gaming sites. Yeah. Um, next is Republic Commando. For the PC, it's coming out on the 1st of September 2004. And there's no date officially for the Xbox, but it's sometime in the fall. Um, it will be Xbox Live, so you can play on the internet through Xbox Live. And there also, a spoiler for the game would be that there you could no, play... No, uh, I don't think we will say it if it's spoiler. Well, it's spoiler for the so game. Yeah, but don't Still, don't 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 see the the, the, the names the, of the planets the, the or planet anything. or the creature. Uh, yeah. Okay, well you will be fighting alongside classic, a classic species. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go into too many details. <laughs> Ross, I will be silenced. That that's right. <laughs> we will we will take him down. Yeah. They have a red dot on me, and they will take me down. They'll take the shot. <laughs> Um, next is a Stans- San- blah. Steve Sansweet was asked the question if we would if we're gonna get an episode two Insider's Guide like we did for episode one, and he answered that CD-ROMs like that aren't as popular anymore, and we're more likely to get a, something like that on a DVD that comes with the movie. So Cla- none, none now. Yeah. Classic DVD maybe. Who knows? You know? Who knows? Some featurette and a, Who knows? a classic game. At this point, that's all we have. Yeah. And there's also a new Star Wars Galaxy site by LucasArts. Yeah. Not the official one, but the, the site for presentation of the yeah. game. Uh, also, there's in new literature news, James Luceno will be writing the novel, the uh, follow, the not the follow-up, the precursor to episode 3 and it will be available in February 2005 and it will take place a few months before episode 3 and expose all the characters shall we say mm-hmm. uh, next is Survivor's Quest there will be an ebook coming out soon for the book to, um, to just as a precursor to the novel uh, it's going to be called Fool's Bargain and should be available very soon um, and also in 2000, December 2004, there is a new Clone Wars novel annou- being announced. There's no author yet, but Sue Rostini says that they are waiting for the author to sign a contract. Yeah. Also, Timothy Zahn Hyperspace Chat will be on February 3rd at 5.30 Eastern Standard Time. So, Hyperspace managers will be able to, allow, be able to ask questions to Timothy Zahn on which is February, actu- 3rd. Uh, February February third is uh, what it's day in the week Wednesday it's Tuesday no Tuesday. Tuesday Tuesday so Tuesday. it's the day that the book come out I think probably. yeah that yes they probably. usually come out on Tuesdays yeah you're so the book e- you're the book expert no but <laughs> no I I know they, they they come out on Tuesday but 
Is it the the, the third that the, the book is coming out? I think so. I'm not sure. Well, somebody could send us in through the chat. Yeah, yeah that's right. Nathan probably knows. <laughs> 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 okay. Also, a sad day for U.S. fans, U.S. collectors, because the KB Toys has filed for bankruptcy bankruptcy protection. So it is. It's also said that Toys R Us is in trouble um, because of because of sales that aren't as weren't as strong. Um, and then the next unleashed wave, unofficial so far, will be Aya Sakura. A the unleashed. Ra- the unleashed. That's what I said. The unleashed new wave will be Alia Sakura, Tuscan Raider, and Bosk. These are unconfirmed yet, but um, these seem like good choices so far. Um, and the new ones we've been talking about them for a few last few shows, which is the Chewbacca, Luke Skywalker pilot, and the Clone Trooper. You can there are pictures on the internet. I suggest you go see them because they're really cool. Um, also, in the sixth wave of the Hasbro normal, I guess, three and three quarter inch, yeah. um, that are coming out in the spring 2004, will be Han Solo, ATST, Driver, Endor Strike, and General Lando Calrissian, Death Star Attack, and General Maydeen, Imperial Shuttle Capture, that will be available spring 2004. And there is the new exclusive in the. Uh, for Target, which will be the A New Hope Ben Kenobi with glass, which I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. That harkens back to the uh, early trilogy, original trilogy where they had those in Burger King and fast food restaurants. The for also uh, A New Hope for Ben Ken- will have Ben Kenobi, uh, Ben Kenobi action figure with the glass. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, Luke Skywalker with pilot pilot suit with a glass. Return of the Jedi, Slave Leia with a glass. Phantom Menace, Darth Maul with the glass, Attack the Clones, Anakin Skywalker. All the rest, other than Luke Skywalker pilot, which is a kind of a new figure, which is basically old, like new, older pieces put together to make a new figure. Okay. The rest will be re-sculpts, so pretty boring. Okay. I guess. It's just You buy those for the glass, yeah. 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 Nathan did new. It's on the third. Okay. And uh, it's it actually uh, the same day as a chat he believes okay. just before he goes on a big Survivor's Quest tour, which culminates in a break for an e-signing. Then he goes to Comic Con, and uh, apparently he just uh, recorded something, to, uh, some a segment about that for Chrono Radio Number Thirteen. Okay. And then also for the TV DVD, um, we've had more rumors of Episode Seven, Eight, Nine. More specifically, Peter Mayhew being yeah. signed to do 789 which was denied by him on his official yeah. site and that's it that's w- it it will be a subject of a future show episode 789 yep so there it is now back to set new, no new break new, new break? break yeah that's it <sighs> well you had a lot of miscellaneous news to talk about so now we're gonna go to Nine Inch Nails no no where am I oh we're going to go to Matthew Good near Fantastica. We'll be right back on Star Wars on Direct, with the main subject, the future of Star Wars on small screen. Yeah. 
At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca.
is Steve Sansweet, and you are listening to Star Wars on Direct. And of course, you're back on Star Wars on Direct, and I have to be serious even after hearing something just like what you just heard, which is really hilariously funny. Thank you, Raven, for these uh, wonderful... Uh, little extract of our, of our interviews. Okay, and we're going to be talking about the future of Star Wars on the small screen now. This is going to be due in two going to be done in two parts. First part, we're going to rant about what we think. Then we're going to go to what you all think because we received a ton of emails. We've we've had messages left to us in the in the official forums. We've had uh, Messages left to us in the fan forums and Galactic Senate it's, it's all over, all the, over place. the place. It's incredible. So thank you very much for all of those who participated, and uh, we're going to read all of what you sent us. As long as, well, we're PG anyway, so <laughs> there you go. We don't care. It's not censored. And, uh, no, that's right. We care about you, our, our listeners. So I was about to say auditors again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got that French Canadian thing. <laughs> if uh, if people want to uh, want us to call them, uh, add the MSN Messenger uh, user direct at hotmail dot com to your MSN and give us your phone number. So we we will have your number when uh, it right. will be time to call. And uh, if you try to talk to me on MSN, just forget it. I probably won't answer. So if you send me because he's talking. That's right. Yeah. So if you actually send me your your, your number, I'll have it and I'll know I'll, I can call you. So all of those who want to call, want us to call them, just let us know. Yeah. I'm gonna have a nice little chat with everyone later on in the in the, in the show. Okay, future Star Wars on the small screen. Why? First, first of all, sorry about that. Need hiccup coming up. Uh, why? The, the thing we, we could say is that. Uh, when we interviewed Steve Sansweet, he said if fans want something, they have to ask for it. That's it. And they probably will do it. Like, to, to do a little, like, role-playing interview, you, uh, you, you'll be Steve Sansweet. It's okay. like, I'm uh, gonna try. <laughs> hey, Steve, do you think we're going to see, like, Star Wars on TV again? Ask for it. <laughs> well, you'll have it. His actual words were, would you like to see that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we said, yeah. <laughs> so he said, well, if you ask for it, as much enough fans, you'll probably get it. Yeah. So we we've seen it work in the past. I mean, please, 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 please. DVD please, trilogy please, please, please. and uh, yeah. in, in I DVD. think they they add so much email and petition for the classic trilogy on DVD that they have to. Yeah, instead of coming out after episode three, we That's will it. be having them this year. So I don't want fifty percent of the Star Wars fan bragging about the fact that yeah, but they're trying to make more money on our backs. No, they're not. You ask for the DVD on trilo- uh, the trilogy DVD, so just go buy it, and you know you'd, you you w- you would have bought it anyway. Just so stop complaining. What? 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 Stop complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm happy they're coming out in DVD. So am I. <laughs> I won't be getting them as soon as I can, but okay. Them. <laughs> in any case, uh, the point is, if you want a TV show, you will have one. That's it. If we really want one and we brag about one too so much, it's going to be really good. In any case, why bring back Star Wars on the small screen? They did it. They did it with the Clone Wars uh, a couple of week, a couple of weeks ago. Can yeah, see two months. No, that's weeks with Ness. Weeks, yeah, <laughs> as in multiple. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're going to be bringing back the second season of the micro series in a couple of weeks now. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't wait for it. 
That's going to be awesome. hyperspace. It's going to be so cool. We're going to see what happens between Anakin and Hassan Ventress on Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So that was going to be fun. And, uh, of course, uh, they, they, they didn't always add such a really good effect on people. Yeah. I mean, Ewoks Adventures and... Droids. Droids. I enjoyed those. I was also because four years yeah, old. That's, that's it. <laughs> you were four years old. If, if we compare Clone Wars now, the, it has a look to attract... Uh, to attract a small and younger a crowd, but the story is for the general fan. That's it. You exactly. won't you, you you won't have a a small ch- children's show with commando killing things around. No, you no, know? no. <laughs> but it could be fun. But I'm not sure it would be morally legal. <laughs> That's morally it. legal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it morally. I don't know. I, just, yeah. I like I like inventing things. Okay, yeah. this okay. is Star Wars. Yeah. We do things our way here. Oh. For <laughs> my part, droids and I was a teenager. I think droids and Ewoks was completely boring for yeah. me. Yeah. Well, so. I I remember Ewoks Adventure. I remember droids seeing like maybe one or two episodes. That's about it. Like you know, English TV a Saturday morning, and. I, I was raised French Canadian, mm-hmm. so I, I was I, I did watch a little bit of those yeah. shows, but not too much. So I wasn't I wasn't really interested. But they did translate the Ewoks in French, mm-hmm. and I remember when I was a little bit younger, when there was absolutely nothing else on TV, I would watch the the actual Ewoks adventures. Ewoks but for me, it was like listening to Care Bear, you know. Yeah, that's I <laughs> love the Care Bear. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> no, it was so boring. So. uh what what would be the impact of a TV show on the Star Wars fandom? Of a new TV show, we, new they, TV. They, they have to come up with a new yeah. thing, and not uh, Jar Jar and the Gun Gens. I think that it would be very positive because it would keep the fandom alive. Yeah. Because I feel that if we don't have something other than the books, it will we will like die. Yeah. It's totally possible that mm-hmm. that's, that that's what's going to happen. You know, instead of going in the down side of the wave, we're going to set on a plateau and we're just going to yeah. sit there. Instead of having a new dark age, that's it. Yeah, which would be very sad. It, sad. It, it, it wouldn't be as dark as uh, from 85 to 90 because we still have the, the we novels, have the, the game, the internet. internet. So it it. it, it could never be again a dark well, age like that that per- period. But that's it. And one of the first things, the first ends of that is that Asbro has got his contract renewed till 2018. Yeah. So we're going to have 13 years of action figures. They have to come up with something to actually make new action figures about. Because sure, it's fun to do variations. They need to do more EU for the action figures, but that's yeah. Else. But still, you know. Uh, no, but people uh, in 13 years they yeah. can they can they can do a lot of EU yeah. and still I know. No, I know. But, but people don't collect EU car- uh, figurines I'd most start most collecting again I if do. I had more <laughs> EU no no but, but more most of the collectors go for uh, what they've seen on the movies so which is unfortunate because they need to draw in more people that's it yeah they don't believe in EU but actually of speaking of the EU Having a having a Star Wars series on the small screen would actually bring a, may, probably an interest to the expanded universe, yeah. depending depending on what the, the actual series would be made. Yeah. Or which era? Not uh, necessarily. Well, it, it's like okay. First of all, let's think. Let's think. <laughs> <laughs> I took a shower today. I'm sorry. <laughs> let, let, let's think about uh, you do something that could interest 
a vast majority of people mm-hmm. and do details or the young details, the further tales of Jason Jaina Solo. Okay, uh, I'd see very well Jennifer Garner play uh, a very older <laughs> Jaina Solo. Okay, <laughs> but you can't have that because you'd have to. The production cost would be too much because she would ask for too much. Yeah, for sure. But you, you take whoever you take, okay? yeah, whoever whatever you take. The, the cost. You don't care about the cost because you're going to make money on that anyway. So what you, you do? So? Yeah, but what what you do? Okay, with that with with a, a show like that, uh, you're going to attract the, the people's interest on one particular character, and you're going to want to know what the heck happened. You know, it's just like Obi Wan, exactly. Obi Wan and that, Dexter. That could Jester. be the problem. You know, Obi Wan. the problem though, because you wouldn't have some people would want to wouldn't know what you're talking about if you were to have a character like Jaina Solo. Yeah. You w- we couldn't con- attract the casual no, viewer. But if it, no, but if the uh, listeners are attached to that character, they may be f- trying to find out, fi- find out more know, about this character. I know. The average... The problem is, you have to think of this also, because yeah. they, need the, they need to put it on a network. And the networks, what they're concerned about is getting viewers to watch the commercials, to buy the stuff, mm. so then they can make money. Fox will pass it after midnight. It, that <laughs> doesn't matter. That, that's that's different venue. They need they need the casual... You need to be able to attract the casual viewer. And if you can't get the casual viewer, because they know they can count on the Star Wars base. The Star Wars yeah, fan will course. watch it no matter what. That's, that's sure. That's sure. It's like, it's like the Star Trek thing. Mm-hmm. The Star Trek viewer will watch a Star Trek episode no matter what. But you won't be able to attract the casual audience unless you have it general enough. That's why you couldn't do something like the EU, like Jaina Solo, or stuff like that, without explaining the background. Unless you're getting back Harrison Ford, you're not going to do it. Okay. You could have... Let, let, me, let me put this into okay. an actual Star Wars movie perspective. Dexter Jexter. You don't know nothing about the guy. He's big, he's fatty, he's ugly, he's probably even smelly. <laughs> but I don't want to know about that. All I know is that he knows things that even holocrons from the Jedi Temple don't know about. Okay? This okay. Is, this, this is, like, really cool. The guy is a really good informant. But where does he come from? We don't know. Well, what do you do? You actually fall back on the EU, and I think I think he's somewhere in the Jedi quest or something? No, uh, I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure. No, I don't, if he I appears don't think in, so. No. I, I think he appears some, so he somewhere. He must appear somewhere in the EU. Like in the comics or something. And if Maybe. not, you can uh, you can explain them. That's it. You know that that gives you a window of actually explaining Dexter Dexter. Mm. I guess, but I don't see a series doing okay taking this character from a movie and then explaining their past. That's right. No, but I, I don't see that happening. But I don't think they necessarily will explain it if it's suppose suppose Jaina Solo, and they just say that it's Han Solo and uh, Leia's daughter. That will be enough for people. I think no, maybe a cameo. I, I don't know. Maybe a cameo from Harrison Ford on the pilot episode, and that's it. You know, I guess. I think just more. to get the attraction of yeah. for people. Yeah, I guess it could work, but you couldn't explain her story. You'd have to take no from a point like yeah, after. Sure. No, we're just taking an example here. Yeah, you know? yeah. Just for instance. But it would attract people to the EU. I think. Especially if we take characters that are in the expanded universe, That's it. people we will uh, think we about will think about doing a series during the Republic era on Mara Jade. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that was like radio silence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I can see it, but I don't see it happening. 
No, no, well, you gotta use your imagination. You gotta, like, believe in things that are not possible. Mm-hmm. Welcome to but Twilight Zone. No, but the thing... <laughs> but the thing... Uh, a TV show will attract a lot of new fans. Obviously. Obviously, because it's, uh, it's a big media. It's more sh- seen that than the movies. Yeah. So, uh, it probably will... We are uh, 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 all new uh, f- character-based that people will like, and they they will be able to develop around those characters and probably make even books about those. People will buy those books because they're attached to a certain characters. Yeah, you know, that's uh, it. Uh, uh, for example, uh, I, like I said in the French show, the uh, Escape from Daegu. It was cancelled because of what? Because it was Shakti, the main character. Nobody's attached to her. Nobody is attached to her, and nobody knows anything about her. And even Shadow Point didn't have a l- as, as much, much sales. as much sales that it should have. And it's Mace Windu is a big secondary character, even. Yeah, but be I, I bet you if you were to have a Boba Fett novel, it would sell like crazy. Yeah. But eh, any character with a mask would be easy to cast. Exactly. It would be cool. Exactly. Not expensive. I'd love to see a Boba Fett TV show. (laughs) That'd be so cool. (laughs) That would be really interesting. We've got Tiger Claw in the chat. We're going to do a little uh, crossover with the chat people here. He says the video games are part of the expanded universe as well. It's totally true. I'd love to see a series on Calcatarn. That would be... A easy B really really cool just like it would be extremely fun to I'd see love to a series on the X-Wings mm-hmm. you know I, I'd love to see an NG, like a uh, NGO Kyle Katarn TV show <laughs> maybe yeah. w- Wookie Mart says I don't want to show I don't want to see an NGO show <laughs> I guess no, nobody <laughs> sorry, wants to see sorry Wookie yeah. sorry sorry <laughs> nobody no, wants to see he, he, uh, he was speaking of video games video game it's kind of like television it's a big market now and a lot of people buy games and play them. Oh Exa- boy. For example, Star Wars Galaxies. There you and go. And they begin to do books about it. Yeah, that's You know, yeah, Ruins yeah, of yeah, Dantooine. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they have, they started, they wrote books about Kalkatarn. Yeah. So. You know, they're trying to, to get the, the people who play games to read more and get more background. Especially games like Star Wars Galaxy, which. I think they will uh, implemented implement some detail on the book inside the game, or maybe the character will get inside the game, so mm-hmm. it will be fully in, uh, a two-side interactive. That would be game. really interesting. So I don't think you could do that with TV, though, but, you know. It could be interesting. You could do that with TV. Anything is possible to do with media, with crossovers and stuff. You just yeah. have to do it properly and it takes a lot of planning. Yeah. We, uh, we skipped over to... Uh, the Im- the impact on uh, on literature and everything, but we didn't stay on the impact of Star Wars fandom. Uh, you said your comments a little bit. Uh, I think having a TV sh- uh, TV show would definitely uh, help the fandom just by having more convention. Those people who like convention, more stars. To uh, to see at convention, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. probably cheaper stars <laughs> than than movie stars. Well, when you when you come to think of it, if we take the the Star Trek franchise, uh, they still ask for a lot of money, even yeah, if, even well, though yeah, you know, but it's a long lived TV series. Well, I do hope the Star Wars yeah. TV show would actually last for at least seven years, <laughs> and maybe a couple of spin-offs would be interesting. Yes, one or two you movies. Know. 
Have I don't know about movies. I think they've played out their movies. Uh, s- TV movies. Miniseries would be. Yeah. I prefer yeah. miniseries. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. You would have an all new generation of fans. You got my generation, which we saw the, the movie uh, A New Hope at the Theaters. You got your, your generation, which you discover Star Wars on video games. And, video, uh, yeah. and you, you saw the, the prequels. And you will have the, the I, younger. I would define myself as the prequel generation. I'd say the video. In between. The VCR generation. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I lived okay. through the dark era to tell the tale. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in the dark era. <laughs> I mean, the, the only movie I got to see in theater was Return of the Jedi. I didn't even get to see that. Yeah, I know. In any case. And another yeah. thing for the fandom, Star Wars website will have a lot of things to cover. That's it. Yes, and more spoilers. Which means that you're going to have to stay on after <laughs> 2005. <laughs> so will Josh Griffin from the Force.net. <laughs> But you know, hyperspace, it's a good idea. Yeah, you got it. a TV show. You got an all-year hyperspace webcam on filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be interesting. A lot of money to make. A lot of money to make. Hear that, George? Hear yeah. that, George? A lot of money <laughs> But it's really cheap, hyperspace, so... Yeah, it's twenty dollars. It's not that bad. Or thirty dollars Canadian, twenty dollars US. A year. It's. I'd it's say about twenty-five euros, maybe. It's not. Maybe not even. I don't know. They don't. They don't sell in euros yet. But, but it doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, what was next on your list? The impact on the continuity, bro. Yes, that's something r- that they'll, they're going to have to be really careful about. Yeah, they're going to have to go back in time or go forward. Yeah, the basically the impact on the continuity, except if it's George Lucas that writes the TV show, it will be uh, expanded universe. Of yeah. most of ob- obviously, I'd say that they can't touch anywhere between 10 years before the Phantom Menace and anywhere to um, I'd say Troy Denning's books that will be available in what 2004 Six, he said. Yeah, I'm not sure he's the book expert. Oh, yeah, <laughs> 2006, right? The Troy Denning Troy Denning story. No, 2005. Then 2005. Yeah. That's it. And we so hope he's going to be coming back to the Star Wars celebration. Yeah. Even, even uh, Clone War, which kind of fits in the the continuity between yeah. Episode two and three, but it's EU anyway. Yeah. Yes. But when I look at Clone Wars, as I said in one of the past shows. I really see it as being episode 2.5, you know, Star Wars episode 2.5. It's an hour long when you put it all together. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of information coming out of that, so it's fairly interesting. A lot. Maybe not a lot. We, can, we can sketch a lot of it. Why? Yeah, you but know, with Hennigan becoming more and more edgier and whining. In I, I'd like to see him have, like, longer hair in that TV show, but anyway... <laughs> You see the pictures from episode like three, like dreads and, and all, all <laughs> <laughs> but just longer hair. It was interesting to see in the. the in any case, <laughs> I was gonna go and do something bad. So, yeah, the impact, the impact on continuity would have to be like, did they have to take a really good look at that? Uh, probably hire Sue Rustini and uh, Shelley Shapiro to work on that again. Probably not. They're good editors, but maybe not. It's not the same thing. That Or someone to check for the timeline. Right, yeah. You know? uh, but Lucas licensing has a lot of employees just on yeah. to check all on, on that. Lucas historians. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the fans are really hard to please. So the story must be good enough and serious enough. And the production value must be good. Yeah. Yes. Because uh, Star Wars will lose credibility. Mm. And then you have to take. Th- then that brings us to the media to which, through which you want to bring it. You want to do. 
comics? Mm -hmm. Do you want to do an animes? Do you want to do 3D? Mm -hmm. Do you want to do live action shows? Mm -hmm. In a live action, if people say that, you know, well, the TV, will, we won't have the special effect the same way that in the movie because it's too expensive. That's not true. Give them five years, the technology will compensate for that. Not okay. even. It, I'm it sorry, will be but the same thing. If you take a look at the late, a couple of the latest, like Star Trek uh, Enterprise, they have good effects. Yeah, they have scary effects. You know, yeah, they're almost as good as if you were to go see the movie theater. That's it. Okay. So I don't have any fear at all about any of the the special effects on TV show. Not anymore. It might be scaled down, like you might see yeah. less special effects, but more con, no more content, more content. Yeah, That's more it. story. Yeah. There you go. Uh, if you bring it. To 3D, if we take a, if we remember all uh, mainframe reboot was a really great show in the beginning it came it, it became with 8-bit uh, theater almost and then you, you you end up at the last series with really nice 3D yeah it was great and it was incredible to watch it was in, it was a really good if you watch all four seasons back to back you that's can see it. the progress that they made through technology and it's really interesting. Mainframe did a, did a great job on that and even on Beast Wars you know you can see the, the same evolution in Beast Wars. Yep. And it's it's really a good medium because it will actually give the actors it will get better and better and better. That's it. It will it will get get the three D actors their you know the feels and the, the emotions through through the the, the faces and all. You so you don't lose that. You can get back the uh, the classic characters, exactly. which the actor would be too old to to play. That's it. You know, you can bring back Han Solo and uh, Princess Leia, and I, I almost Luke. don't want to see them. Yeah, well, no, most either. most of people don't want to see them. We're going to see that later. Uh, it's fairly incredible because uh, we've been doing this show like ever since yesterday, actually, and it's really fun to see that a lot of people are actually aiming at the tales of the Jedi mm -hmm. for the, the tales of the Jedi show. era for a possible show. I, I'd like to even go back farther than that and go to the Great Hyperspace War. Yeah, well, that's we have someone who actually sent us something. The, the, the thing we have to be scared of is. There's some movie extremists in Star Wars. Who you know, yeah, know, people don't like the EU, and it, it the 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 canyon between the the two types of fans will be bigger and bigger because people from the TV show will be expanded universe fan and and they will believe more and more that Star Wars is a is also a TV show, etc. etc. And you got the movie extremist fan that well will stay there. Nobody's making you watch the TV yeah. show. So just don't watch Except it. You don't it. have to. No, it's it, it, no, because it, most of them will say, oh, it's not Star Wars, it's not the movie, it's not written by George Lucas. Fine. That's that's your own problem. Yeah, you can think it. whatever you want. Watch I can the DVD and that's it. I can yeah, remember yeah, two yeah. years ago, you know, there's already a gap forming in between the, those kind of fans. And only two years ago, at the, after the release of Attack of the Clones, I held a conference in the, at Toronto Track, which was a convention here up here in Canada. And... Uh, we had people, we had three people in a room filled with 50 people. Uh, we had three people who were saying, yeah, but in the movie, in the movie, in the movie. And we could all counter what they were saying. But yeah, but if you read the script, if you read the book, if this happens in the, in the EU, and we're all, yeah, but that's not blah, 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 and I'm not going to do well, this. Well, you have to realize that things happen off the screen. That's it, you know. Uh, that are part of the story, but Extend are edited from the movie because there's no time, it didn't work well, it doesn't fit with the theme. There's a lot of things that go into editing a movie, and you can't always put in everything that you want. You have to be able to kill your babies. There you go. Sorry. 
kill babies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that's, the, that's some of the speeches that I've gotten from my teachers. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay, uh, but you know, Mainframe would be a great company, I believe. Oh boy, to do so cool. to do a Star Wars show. And they're Canadian. And they're Canadian, <laughs> but oh, I didn't <laughs> think so. Yeah, they're, oh, yeah, they're from yeah. Vancouver. Okay. But, you know, they, they could actually... Uh, th- and they have referred to Star Wars in so many ways. Oh, boy, there's the a... Um, when, I- when they go to the uh, desert computer world, yeah, the desert, they have there are actually stormtroopers walking around. Yes. Oh. It's really funny. When they go to the... It's, it's hilarious. When they actually go g- get to the main, uh, the main computer, they have stormtroopers. Ma- mainframe? No, to to the main computer. Yes, 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 yes. They, they, ha- they, they have it's a, it's a Tatooine like city. Yeah, and there are actually uh, number ones walking around, uh, dressed up as dressed dressed up as stormtroopers. No. It's really. I fun. have to see this. We'll show you. Which era w- would they exp- would be best to explore? Um, there are actually two ways you can yeah. go. Well, I'm go- my comments on this. What I would have liked. Go. I'm. I like military. TV show kind of type Band of Brothers yeah uh, you know those those kind of miniseries and everything yes. so I want something militaristic you know so I think the Empire is the the the, the best place to put even if it you don't have lightsaber fights a lot or almost nothing you know you got you got the rebel side it's really military uh, a little bit like uh, X space above above and beyond you know. Yeah, which was really a mili- military show yeah. at the base of it. Yeah, yeah. It, it only lasted one year. It was on Fox, and then it got canceled. Okay, <laughs> that's why you must not remember it because it was back in 1997. I didn't have Fox then. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But that's the era I would like because I like this period with it's a, a real clear army, and you got the navy, and you, you can know, see them fighting against the rebels. Yeah, it's it's clear. It's you it's very clean cut. Yeah, clean in cut, the trench yes. and then to eat. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. I, but uh, it couldn't be PG. No. no th- this kind of issue couldn't be PG. That's it. We have to. We also will have to, c- to come back later on to the uh, the actual uh, the watchers. You know, the the listeners, the watchers of the show. Which era wi- are we w- looking for? Teens, for younger kids, the the, the uh, for for twenty overs. Yeah. But what do you think about the? Uh, I I would love I I don't know I wouldn't want to see any movie characters other than secondary characters I would like to see probably uh, I said this probably before that I'd like to see it ten years before The Phantom Menace or after Troy Denning because that is already covered unless you want to redo all that stuff Mm -hmm. which I would find interesting for a certain point but also boring because I've already seen it all I don't want them to do books Definitely no, not. No, no. Because we, we I that was actually going to go to something like that. Yeah, I, think I, I don't want them to do books. You know, because I've, I have my own vision of how I saw yeah. it. And I wouldn't want to see anybody else's. Yeah. Cause it's going to it's gonna end up just like the, the, the Lord of the Rings by Peter Jackson. They're incredible movies. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful to watch. But it's not they're the not same. the books. They're not the same thing. That's yeah. it. It's somebody's vision of the books. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I like my vision. That's cool. But I'd probably watch it because it yeah. would be Star Wars. Yeah. But I wouldn't. Not what what I'd want. I'd like to see something like the older Jedi's or the history of the Sith. Yeah. Way back, way back when, when they were do something that it is not done. Yes, yeah. exactly. Something that hasn't been done before. Also, be interesting if they were to follow like one character. I, we mentioned Boba Fett. Would be interesting. Any because type of he has 
any kind of bounty hunter, but I think Boba Fett would yeah. be the one that, that would work best. Yeah. Because he has a lot of background. Boba and growing up. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want, actually, I wouldn't want to see that. That, w- that maybe flashbacks to that, yeah. but it would be more interesting to see him after... Actually a- doing his job. Yeah, after he gets out of the Sarlacc pit and he get back... What he did he do? Yeah, wh- what did he do? Because you don't know. You had these little short stories and the yeah. tales of books that are really interesting. I really like the, the last one where he was actually confronted and he had... he was They actually... Put him out to be a, ba- a good guy in the end mm-hmm. because he did what was right and. Uh, he helped Han Solo and. Yeah. See, he's not all bad. That that's be interesting because he is a kind of a gray area character. He just ate the Jedi's and they're. Well, of course, yeah. he, they killed his dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them did. Yeah. <laughs> but he was not on the good side then, so, yeah. you know. You have to put it all in the balance, but yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't want actually people to do any any kind of producer to do the books in the show because that's it. You lose your imagination, and some people will actually go and say, "Yeah, I've watched the, I've watched the shows," and blah blah blah. Yeah, but like the books say that I don't care. That's what they said in the show. Just what's happening right now with the movies, uh, the same way. Um, I actually would like to see the tales of the Jedi uh, being told. I think that would be a really cool, easy era to actually like produce on a TV show, but they'd have to stay really true to the to the, the comics by Kevin Janderson. Yeah, and that would be really hard. in In that way, that you know, you have to produce a TV show and you're restrained. You have some restraint, so they couldn't be as creative as they want. They the would have wanted to be. The arrow like would be good because you got lightsaber wielders. Those are very popular right now. It's like the fashion, you know, with uh, Knights of the Old Republic. You see in galaxies which the period is in the Empire era, but everybody wants to be a Jedi. So uh, the prequel are just ending, you know. It's So everybody w- wants to see lightsaber wielders. So, okay, people want to know about this. Yeah, okay, you can do uh, in, in that era, and you know. Uh, And it would be fresh. It's not the same. A lot of Jedi's, a lot of Sith. You could have an academy or something. But but whatever. also the, but the Jedi are not the same as where they are yeah. in the prequel. That's it. They are a lot more, um, not as much open-minded. I yeah. uh, open-minded and not as much closed. There's like not mold for the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> There are less rules It's and yeah. a little bit less rules. That's uh, that's right. What would be cool to see though, and I agree with you guys on that. Something just a little bit before the tales began. As when you see the first Jedi who says, I want to do this, and I think I can do it, so I'm going to leave and I'm going to go do it. And then you have the creation of the Sith Empire, because you have the first dark Jedi who left the, the council, you know? That would be interesting, the formation... But there isn't even a council back then. No, but the formation of the Jedi Council, all those theologists, uh, theologists, More. I guess, yeah. and uh, they ju- they, that just got together and started thinking and discovered the Force and started studying the Force, you that, know? Like, that's kind of really early. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's it. Minus 25,000 years? But that would be something interesting. That would be something to actually interesting to explore, you know? And, uh, of course, the other thing you could do to please everyone, because uh, Danny here likes uh, the, the, the space fights, yeah, the trench fights. Star Wars without space fights... It wouldn't work. So you have to have, even if the, the uh, Tales of the Jedi era, you have you got to have space battles. That's it. If you want, well, 
what, no listeners like that. So what I was suggesting uh, that, we, that could be done is basically you have uh, half... 20, uh, 10 minutes of the show done well let's say 15 minutes of the show done by a squadron of X-Wing fighters who have to do this this or that mission and the other uh, the other half of the show is you basically follow the training of some Jedi somewhere you know that could be really interesting you mean a div- divided up show yeah some, somewhat but they, they are linked together somehow you know maybe at the end of the show they all Go eat in the same mess, you know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> That'd be pretty cheesy, <laughs> you know, yeah. right? Like if you want, if you want to approach the uh, the, the the solo twins yeah. uh, approach, you, if you want to take the solo twins approach, you can have uh, Jaina flying in the X-wing yeah. and Jason actually, you know, teaching the kids. That would be. I don't want to see chi- uh, teaching. I don't want a show where. You go, you, go, you got teaching with young kids and everything. I want something with M- more adult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, more but more, more uh, teens and stuff yeah. like that. Would, would I don't want a Star Wars Buffy, you know. No, that's a, that's for sure. I don't want a, I don't want a teenager show. I want something. Oh my God! So, so a, 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 a Star Wars Dawson's Creek. Oh <laughs> boy, <laughs> that would be crazy. With oh all man. the romance and all, that would be so teen funny. angst. That's it. Yeah. So will Danny and Jason finally get up together? <laughs> Watch <laughs> us next show to find yeah. out. You got to to. Yes, you got to bring on the younger crowd, but not necessarily. But you, you don't, don't have you, to. You don't want to lose all the faithful older fans. Exactly. But kind of you have to do realize that the older fans are going to watch no matter what. Yeah. But you also have to please them because you are, they did ask for it, so. Yeah. Definitely. It's, it, it's difficult. It will not be easy. But I just hope they get it right. Wh- what, I, what I would do, like, for in terms of audience, I'd really go with, uh, you know, people my age, which is mid-20s. Mm-hmm. Sort of. <laughs> Get it, getting there. Twenties. I'm 24. Already. Yes, I'm 24. Oh my god. <laughs> I am old. I'm getting older by the minute. But uh, yeah, that's it. You know, you you you, you can just basically uh, go and have the the our 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 audience. You know, our kind of age of audience. Please, because they're the kind of audience that also got picked up by the prequels as well at the same time. And they're the people so. that have jobs and, and money to pay for expanded universe and collectible. Exactly, and but they don't have children yet. Yeah. Jobs? They don't have uh, wives and... What's that? <laughs> I mean, that's my job. I do a Star Wars show. That's that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't get paid for it. No, that's <laughs> on top of things. <laughs> the thing we, we, we've discussed and we have, at, we need to discuss it, it's... Would the fans accept that other actors play the movie characters? Nope. Yes. As, well, as I was saying earlier, for those of you who watch the WB, and you know, most of our listeners being <laughs> Americans, I'm sure I'm sure some of them do. There's this show hated by uh, Kit, oh which gosh, is called One no, Tree Hill. I hate, it, I hate it. I can't stand it. But you have to admit, okay. Just like I will admit for nothing. For it's a, a horrible <laughs> show. Take the show off, okay, for a second. Just picture <laughs> the actors, okay? The, the the Lucas there, he could do a great younger Mark Hamill. No. Yes, he could. Okay. Anyway, I, you can you not talk about it? <laughs> anyway, you don't want to see Luke Skywalker on a TV show because he, he's just going to be farming 
And fling your sky offer and everything. <laughs> it won't let me go into Toshi Station to get power converters. <laughs> it's, <a laughs> it's an historical fact that they are whining in that family. Yeah, but but you know, would be get the example of Stargate, Stargate SG One. You got one movie, and they change the character, and it still became yeah, popular yeah, but Stargate wasn't big uh, it, 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 w- it was it's a not sleeper. a s- it's, it a, it's a not a saga like Star yeah. Wars so and I think like speaking fa- uh, speaking audio terms the Stargate music has been taken over and over and over and most recently by the Sky Captain trailer which is Sky Captain movie looks fairly yeah, good I got the, the the soundtrack here of Stargate and that's it Every movie trailer, <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. I think I think they're selling that. You know, we want to make we want to make money, so we're selling the rights to the to the, the music. Yeah, it's just been music. Yeah. For my part, I wouldn't mind if they they would take. Uh, I, the I would, I because I just don't want to see the movie characters. I've heard, I've read enough books. Um, I've seen the movies multiple times. Their stories told. There's okay. nothing left to tell. Let's it is over. Let, let's say they okay. don't. Yeah, it's okay. Let, we, let's not talk about the movie characters anymore. Let's talk about just playing characters. Dash Rendar. Who would be the best actor to play Dash Rendar in your in your idea? Pierce Brosnan. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just got it's too tall. I just got one in mind. It's he's kind of old now, but it's for Shizor Michael Ironside. You just just take the cover. Of the uh, of the Shadow of the Empire, it's a younger uh, Michael Ironside on it. It's he's he's the same. Cool, but he's too old now to do it, to to do Shizor. But Shadow of the uh, of the Empire on TV would be excellent. Mm, I don't who, think so. Who would play Guri? <laughs> who would play Luke? No, we've already assessed that. Mark Hamill himself. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think, think so. He wants to play. <laughs> no, no, that's it. He, he could do a cameo, but that that's, that's he, he's too old anyway. Yeah, but you know there are so many resumes sent to Hollywood uh, studios every day. I'm sure that nowadays it would be easy to actually find someone to portray. Uh, the fans wouldn't accept it. I'm sure they would in time. He would. That person would have to be oh, really, really good. Really good. We do agree. Or, like or, or, or the, on the same talent as Mark Hamill. That's it. We'll leave it at that. The toughest, the toughest actor to to be to actually choose for the character to choose for would be uh, Han Solo. Han Solo is um, encased in carbonite in the shadows of the Empire. Yeah, but let's just say that you want to have something afterward, you know, and you have Han Solo coming back or some something even before. You don't even need. Why would you want to do that? It's already been exploited. Yeah, it's, but it's already been told. The story's there. Okay, well, after the after post uh, post Troy Denning, yeah, trilogy. Why would you want to tell more Han Solo? What is there? Is there? More? I don't know. Let's just say cameo of Han Solo. Harrison Ford. Yeah. He's old enough. He's, He's old enough. Yeah, but yeah, what? No, I can't say that on the air. <laughs> okay, maybe he doesn't want to come back. You throw enough money at anyone, I'll come back. Everybody has a price. Like I said, exactly. Like I said, just for a pilot, you know, just, you do just some, something, cameo. something post you with the solo twins uh, and everything. You, d- you, you just don't put uh, uh, Harrison Ford for five minutes with their kids, you know, exactly or something, and that's and, it. And you don't even. You just have to say, "Oh, our brother died many years ago when we were on a yeah. mission or something like that." You don't have to do flashbacks or anything yeah. like that. 
you could just say, if you would like further information, there are many books, so go to this website, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, Wookie Martin, the chat actually gave us a really good person to play Dash Randar. Michael Richards, who played Kramer in uh, Seinfeld, for those of you. <laughs> Very funny, Martin. Yeah, I don't think that would go. <laughs> no offense to Michael I, I, Richards. I could just see, I could just see a Dash Randar <laughs> sliding into a room <laughs> or steering, stealing cereal. <laughs> you want food, don't you? Yes. <laughs> Coming out of the, of his spaceship, the outrider. That's it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> sliding down the ramp. <laughs> Woohoo! There you go. So, do we have something else to uh, discuss here? The guy in the wheelchair from Dark Angel, as Mark as Luke Skywalker. That could actually he, he has a good resemblance to Mark Hamill. I don't know. I I don't I don't know. Who he is? I don't remember the name of the actor himself. Sorry. So find a picture on the in the chat. Yeah, but it, it would actually be uh yeah, I think it would be doable. He does as looks of Mark Hamill, but like from far away. <laughs> it doesn't matter. In any case, Ben uh, Skywalker. You you got Durgin that that wants something else to see than me and Brian. So. Uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, of course. There was, there was no movie about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> In any case, <laughs> <laughs> um, what I'm gonna, what I was about to say is, who would produce such a show? You know, would would would, uh, would George Lucas be happy to produce a show like that? Uh, or I, I choose Rick. Rick McCallum? Why not? Why not Steven Spielberg? Dan, he's done a great <laughs> job with some miniseries. I guess maybe he would. I don't know if he's interested. It would all depend on. I'd love to produce it, but anyway, that's on another point. Maybe uh, just that uh, I produce it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but probably Steven Spielberg ag- has other projects than, e- exactly. than doing this all year. Exactly. So Steve, um, I'm sure Danny can give you my telephone number. I c- I'll produce it. <laughs> <laughs> it will be our pleasure <laughs> to, to produce it. Can I be a cameraman? No. Coffee guy. <laughs> no. Script boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can do something. <laughs> okay. So. I say we go to a little uh, musical break, and uh, we're going to come back with probably some people on the probably some people on the phone. So we'll be how much be time l- do I have? <laughs> we're going to be listening to Dead Souls, Night in Snails. I got one minute uh, or something. No, that's okay. Okay.
Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Hi, this is Lisa Stevens, president of the Star Wars Official Fan Club, and you're listening to Star Wars On Direct. And welcome back to Star Wars Sound Direct, and we uh, are going to go to the act to some of our fans right now. Uh, we have Cheetor84 from the chat online with us, uh, right on the phone. I mean, with us. Hi, <laughs> Cheetor. <laughs> How you doing? I'm pretty good. Great. Uh, what what you've been doing ever since the last show? Um. Well, I started college um, to be a medical office clerk. Um. Been working on my uh, webcomic strip and just been lazy around the house. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Yes. Um So, what do you think about the future of the Star Wars small uh, of Star Wars on small screen? Um, it, it's really hard to say for me. I mean, I cringe at the idea of the micro series. So, um, uh, on the small screen, um, I can't see I can't see it in CGI because I always compare it to Max Steel. You know, when it comes to the human characters. Mm-hmm. But um, if it's done in a different way, uh, I have to agree with Brian. It has to be all new characters. Because, uh, you know, people fall in love with, you know, the original characters. And then we try to do something with them, and people might not like it at all. Okay. And uh, who do you think would be, uh, like, a good producer for the show? I don't really know any. <laughs> would you would you like a live action TV show or a cartoon TV show? Um, I guess it would just depends on what kind of audience you were going for. Um, I would rather uh, see live action. You'd rather see live Real. action. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen any of the, the the work of mainframe reboot or Beast Wars? Yes. Yeah, her nickname <laughs> is Cheetor. Of course, she's seen some Beast Wars, uh. <laughs> and uh, you wouldn't like to see the, the that kind of art used for a Star Wars miniseries. Mm-hmm. Because that would be nice. Yes. Okay. Uh, what do you think? Would you do you think they're going to be uh, restricted by the uh, the effects on the the timeline for? Um, oh, I I guess they would have to be uh, just. Some Make some people happy, and uh, it's, I guess it's just too much to go into. But um, I would like. Well, I yeah. don't really know how to answer that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, <laughs> would you Would you like to uh, to see what era would you like to see? Um, I would love to see maybe. It's gonna be sound a little strange. I would like to see before the prequels. Um. Directly uh, before? Yeah, uh, yeah, but um, because I would love to know more about the Jedi, um, you know, Jedi Order and all that. Okay, so something before the approaching storm, and uh, you know, just leading up to that, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the approaching storm was was one of the books written just before, uh, ju- just before. Actually, the approaching storm was before Episode Two. 
So uh, before yeah. episode one was uh, Rogue Planet by Greg Beers. No, that was after episode two. It was the um, the movie Cloak about Deception. yes, Cloak, Cloak of Deception. Deception. And there was the Darth Maul books. Okay. See, you guys are the book experts. I'm not. She's not. You guys. <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> I don't have a mic. <laughs> he can't say anything. I've got the power now. Well, he still has the mouse. <laughs> Controls the power. Um, well, thank you very much. Uh, anything else you have in mind? Uh, I think that's it. Uh, Airbase comment on my voice, so I guess I have to turn back to them. Okay. Well, can, can we have you record something for us? Uh, what? Can you ha- can, can we have you record something for us? Um, yeah, I guess. Okay, you're going to have to say hi. This is Cheetor84 uh-huh. from the Star Wars Sound Direct fan base, and you're listening to Star Wars Sound Direct. Just say Cheetor84. Or hi, this is Cheetor84, and you're listening to Star Wars Sound Direct. Like now or later? <laughs> yeah, right now. Right now? Yeah. Uh, hi, this is Cheetor84, and you are listening to Star Wars Sound Direct. There you go. That's, That's really good. great. Okay. So, thank you very much for being on the show again. Uh-huh. And uh, we'll be talking to you next time, I hope. Uh, oh, yeah. On, the, on our future subject, which, will we, which we will announce at the end of the show. Okay. And it's going to be very fun to talk about. Trust <laughs> me. Okay. Talk to you later. Uh-huh. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So... Yeah, that's it. Uh, Take back the headset. Take back the headset. Oh I boy. need a microphone, you know. <sighs> okay. Sorry about the uh, Nathan uh, intro uh, mishap. <laughs> what Nathan intro mishaps? <laughs> you know, if you don't mention it, it will just slide down the hill. Okay, uh, speaking of Nathan. It's time to call him. We could actually call him. So, you go, big boy. There you go. Are you ready? <coughs> Hope his phone is fixed. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Nathan's phone's ringing. Hello. Hello, Nathan. Hey, guys. How you doing? I am good. It's a it's a three day weekend down here in America for Martin Luther King Day, so I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, just give us a second. We're gonna play your intro, and uh, you're gonna be on the air. Cool. Well, I need something like that. It's incredible. <laughs> okay, so what are your... First of all, you're going to be talking about to us about a couple of things today, but we're going to start by the TV show. Okay. Uh, what do you think about a Star Wars on small screen uh, TV show after 2005? Uh, at this point, I, I'm kind of ambivalent. I mean, I'd like to see it, but there's going to be some things they've really... They've got to do some things to make sure that it fits. I came up with, as, I, as you guys were talking there basically a list of five things I would say they'd have to do. Um, the first thought, if they're going to have any established characters, they've got to do it right, as you guys have been mentioning. You know, you can't do the same stuff that they did with this Clone Wars cartoon series where you got voices that don't really match what we perceive. There have been a few, um, there have been a few audio projects that have been really good at capturing the voices of characters like uh, Elizabeth Ascot in, uh, or Ascot in Rise of Nobility did great and but you can see the the fan reaction just list, looking at how they look at fan films and things like that when it's amateurs doing characters that don't quite match up there was a film a fan film a brazilian one called dark empire transition where they recast leia han 
and Luke and a lot of people, their main complaint had nothing to do with the story or the effects, but, oh, they don't look the same. Look, they're Brazilian. They're not, you know, blonde-haired, yeah. you know, whiny farm boy white guys. Um, you've got, there's basically got to be new stories, otherwise they're just going to be retreading old ground. Uh, the, one of the big things I would say is that they also need to make sure that the continuity issues are clear. We've got enough debate over this whole thing with the Clone Wars cartoon and, and all that kind of stuff that they, they've got to make sure that if this isn't going to be on par with the film continuity-wise, they've got to flat-out say it mm-hmm. up front and make sure that, I mean, maybe even a disclaimer on the show just to keep people from whining. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Production values need to be pretty high. They need to at least be on par with Farscape, SG-1, or Babylon 5, I would say, because now that we know what can be done with television sci-fi, yeah. if they don't reach that, they're kind of backpedaling. Mm-hmm. But they do need to, to as far as you know, comparisons to those shows, there's been a lot of instances where you put a show on a network, and the network starts influencing the content, like Farscape got cut off early, um... Babylon 5 basically got cut off early and had to condense two seasons into one originally. Sliders completely changed when it switched uh, switched networks from Fox to Sci-Fi. Mm-hmm. And what was the one? Uh, Crusade. Babylon 5 Crusade actually wound up dying because the creator finally got to the point where he was sick of taking dictates from the, from the company. But I would, I would think that it could work. I mean, you couldn't do worse than most of what's come. You got Ewoks was basically a little myth and magic Dungeons and Dragons type thing in the woods with teddy bears. Yeah, droids with the little gummy. I mean, that at least was in the Star- felt like the Star Wars universe, but it was, you know, Nathan. 3PO and gummy R2 bending all over the place. Clone Wars was decent, but they still had the voice issues, and I'm not sure that that art style could handle the expansion. You said n- not mentioning the holiday special, though that still gives me nightmares. Um, <laughs> really, honestly, so far to me, the high point of Star Wars and television Granted, Ewok Adventure kind of sucked. It, it, again, kind of felt like a just a mystical adventure out in the woods. But to me, Battle for Endor, the, the, the second Ewok uh, telemovie, really blended this idea that, here, yeah, there's some mysticism, but this is still the Star Wars universe. You had the Star Wars effects. You had the ship instances. You had aliens that kind of had that Star Wars feel to it, you know? Um, but, Nathan, you're saying that they have to have the same production values as the Babylon 5 and the Farscape and stuff, it will have a better production value because you'll have George Lucas behind it. I don't care what you say, but it'll be better, I think, than Farscape is. Because I find Farscape too... I I don't know, I don't like the puppets and stuff. That's just me, though. It's just basically a matter of, of who they get... They get to do it, but the one they'll have ILM behind them. I- I'm not afraid. That's it. But you would 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 ILM though do a television series? ILM? Why not? It's their it's their in-house production. They did the intro for the TNG series for Star Trek. Exactly. It's like it doesn't make it. it it'll they'll have better production values than most shows out there because they will have their own in-house um, special effects. In which case, that turns around to the question of how much effects becomes cost prohibitive because you've got the issue of you know Lucas we know a lot better now I guess how much actually making a Star Wars film and whatnot costs because Lucas was paying it out of his pocket somehow I doubt Lucas is going to want to pay out of pocket for the production on a television series why not he's going to make a profit out of this but he probably will not claim it as his own he's not spending his own money 
to get the books published. He's not spending his own money for the Clone Wars cartoons. But it'll bring money back into his pocket, so why not invest into it? Why not invest into it if it's going to give him money? Investing, there's a difference between investing as a corporation, like he does in all the other many profit-making ventures, and putting his money directly into films, as he did with The Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, because that is his po- out of his pocket for his vision. And I, I can't imagine him, him ever putting that much support behind a, a, a television production. He didn't do it before. I can't imagine him, him doing it now. He's basically distances, distanced himself from many of those earlier, those earlier projects. But I don't know. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see live action. I have to agree that, it, that, that making something kind of a, a gritty thing, maybe an X-Wing type series would be good. And that you've got to stay away from those. You've got to stay away from the primary characters, because once you start dabbling in them, unless they're exact, you're going to wind up having issues. I mean, there have been characters that, that have been recast in other series, and the whole thing with Stargate, Stargate is a unique situation in order to have O'Neill and Jackson um, cross over, because Jackson's mannerisms, Shanks carried those over almost perfectly for the first season, but they've always made jokes about Jack O'Neill, O'Neill with two L's versus... O'Neill with one L, and there's that behind-the-scenes kind of babble and jokes that the movie is just, oh, the movie was just a documentary about the people in the television series, and they just happened to use the wrong O'Neill as the basis of it and stuff like that. That's how they, they explain away the continuity. Not sure you could do that with Star Wars and say, you know, well, there's a Luke Skywalker, but this is actually the one that, uh, that was cloned in uh, the Zahn things. He actually has two U's in his name, so he can be a, he can look a little different. We just got him switched around and stuff like that. <laughs> Luke there's, there's Skywalker. There's a point where you got to... They've got to make sure there's consistency. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take a, a sip of water now? <laughs> yeah, something like that. P- producer for the show? <laughs> Who would you think would, would be a good producer for the show? Um, honestly, it's more ma- to me it would be more a matter of who to keep it away from. I would love to see it in the hands of uh, some of the people who have spent time producing shows like Stargate and Farscape because they're used to that kind of thing, maybe get Douglas Netter in there. But keep it away from those who have never touched science fiction, unless they have have shown some sort of capacity for doing high effects. Like, you wouldn't want someone from a sitcom trying to do it, you know, someone whose background is in soap operas and stuff like that. You've got to make sure it's someone who's comfortable with the use of blue screen and whatnot. I'm sure that uh, Seinfeld would do a great job on the Star Wars small screen <laughs> show. Yeah, just in case we have a Star Wars series about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally about nothing. Uh, okay. The Gungan ate your baby. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is something else you wanted to talk about, uh, and it's the upcoming Fan Audio Awards. Yes. Um, we are actually uh, on February 1st. Uh, polls will open. Basically, we are doing a, the first Star Wars FanWorks Fan Audio Awards. We're going to be doing three types. Uh, one is the Fan Audio Academy Awards, is what we're calling it. Um, fairly tamper-proof because we essentially have a group of seven people who are into fan audio, have been a community, but did not actively participate in any of the projects released in 2003. We're going to be voting as a group uh, to actually do that. But Heather, who was just on a moment ago, uh, she's actually part of that group. Jamie Goodwin, who is in the in the chat right now, is in it. Um, then we're doing um, a thing called the Founders Choice Awards, which is essentially a way for me to just kind of recognize old projects that don't fit within the 2003 parameters we're doing for any of these awards, um, kind of just to recognize breakthroughs and whatnot. 
But then the big ones that, you're, that the listeners are going to want to know about is there is a set called the People's Choice Awards. And on February 1st, we're going to be opening up a series of polls on the GalacticSenate.com message boards, on the FanWorks board there, where they can vote after listening to the different projects. They can vote on who they think best fits each of the categories, and whoever wins that will win the People's Choice Award for that. We separated it because it's kind of easy to use public relations, like uh, like getting the word out and sending out a whole bunch of emails to people you've worked with or just friends and whatnot to kind of skew it. And it's also, uh, you could theoretically, you could create a sock, one of those other usernames, and vote twice because it'll keep you out by username, but it won't keep you from voting twice by uh, IP address and okay. whatnot. So several types. It'll start on February 1st. I think we'll kick it off talking about it. Um, you mentioned on your show next. I'm going to yeah. mention it in the next Chrono Radio, also set for February 1st. Uh, Recommend the Outcast number 5 should be early February talking about it. And then we're hoping to try to set up some way so that the final revelation of the awards is some sort of crossover. We're still trying to figure it out where maybe you guys could air. Uh, you guys were talking about the possibility of live uh, discussions with the people who won. Yeah. yeah, I could give something on Coronel Radio that's kind of an introduction to it, and then maybe the recommended outcast folks could do reviews or something like that. Some mm-hmm. kind of combined effort to really show that it is the community behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're pretty excited about it. How much time uh, will, uh, will the polls be open? Uh, best guess as of right now, more than likely, let me flip open the calendar here. Um, February 1st is a Sunday. My guess would be that we're probably going to have them open. Um, for two days, or two days, two weeks ago, <laughs> two weeks, 14 days, because um, that'll take us, actually take us past Valentine's Day if anybody wants to send me something pretty, um, <laughs> but that'll take us to the 15th, and the 15th, at least in the U.S., is the day before President's Day, in which I believe I'm off school and I can start working on the uh, winner's pages and whatnot to kind of uh, show them stuff. It's one of the few days that they say... We don't have to come to school because we are honoring somebody dead. And, you know, every time you can do that, that's pretty fun. Okay. Great. Well, anything else, Nathan? I don't think so. Just, uh, just you know, keep up the good work. We're enjoying listening. And uh, make sure, listeners out there, make sure you check out GalacticSenate.com. These guys are over there a lot. Galactic Senate and the Fan Audio Board at TheForce.net. Talk to these guys. They know what they're talking about. Yep, that's it. And speaking of the fan audio boards, if you if you want to get rid of that Elish banner that's up there right now, you have to you, you guys have to send me real mites, uh, some 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 banners that I can do there because <laughs> I just put that up in like five seconds because I was already like vomiting from the other one I put up earlier <laughs> in the day. So <laughs> oh oh one more thing I actually just thought of there is a new casting call up for anybody interested uh, the prelude to Hope 2.0 script that I wrote that we've now that I've kind of broken away from the project, I've kind of revised to include to have some different character names in a slightly different situation to lead up to Second Strike. Um, there are auditions going on right now for several parts to be in that new audio drama. It's called Star Wars Nothing Changes, but I'm pretty sure that the auditions will only be open for about the next one or two days. So if you want to get in there, get in there now. Okay. All right. There we go. Now I think I'm done. I've talked enough. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Nathan. All right. You're welcome. Bye. And ladies and gentlemen, that was Nathan Butler from Chrono Radio and StarWarsFanWorks.com. Okay. It's it's really funny because... Is there something else you want to call? 
uh, no, we're all we're done for the calls okay. for today. But uh, w- really funny because while we're talking with all of you guys, uh, s- well, some of you guys from the chat were actually discussing uh, Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> and uh, Star Wars, you know. So Soup Nazi would be Darth Vader. <laughs> uh, we're still we're still uh, no soup for you. <laughs> we're still assessing uh, who who would be Newman. I say Lando, and uh, some people are saying uh, no, no, Jabba. No, 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 no. Newman. He would be like Jabba the Hutt. Nah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Well, you know, of course, Luke. Uh, Luke would be uh, Sein- uh, Jerry Seinfeld would be Han Solo, and therefore Kramer would be Chewbacca. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> it just makes sense. So would that leave and George, George as Luke? Luke Skywalker, the whiny one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That would be great. <laughs> that w- that would actually make sense. That would make total know? sense. You know, I need to go. To uh, to uh, Toshi Station to get some power converters. That's no, it. George doing that. <laughs> okay, so I'm actually gonna go. You get a lot of email to read. A lot of comments to read. Uh, I'm gonna start by the the one posted on some boards. Uh, there there is one guy, one of our fans, actually posted on. Like everywhere, <laughs> so I'm gonna read the one he posted on. Uh, not to dismantle the Galactic Senate, but I want to also plug the official StarWarsWeb.com website because uh, we have a thread up there in the in the fan activities. So an hour, 42 minutes, and seven seconds. Where did that came from, by the way? If you can answer that question eventually, uh, tells us that his suggestion for a Star Wars TV series would be would be the Young Yoda Chronicles. Uh, either live action or animated which tell the adventures of Yoda as a Padawan Jedi you also get to know more about Yoda's planet how he became a Jedi and see more of Yoda's species and uh, so that that's from Michael Kent uh, thank you for thank you for the, the suggestion I think it's, it would be a cool idea obviously interesting yes. I don't know if it would be feasible because having a main character CGI would be um, expensive Yeah, but you know, he owns the company, so... I know. It doesn't negate that you have to pay the people that are doing it. Of course, of course. And a younger Yoda could mean that he's 200 years old, you know? That's it. It's not like a child, (laughs) you know? That's right. Uh, So Michael posted on the Galactic Senate about the same thing. So uh, I'm going to go straight to the Fanforce boards. Space Hunter 24 posted, I'd like to see something like The Adventures of Han and Chew. Chewie, sorry about that. <laughs> Not really that title, of course. Uh, taking place during their early days. Animated, but not in the Clone Wars style, with Perry King returning once again to voice Han and Billy D. Williams guest starring occasionally as Lando. As for live action, a Rogue Squadron series would be cool and seems to be what a lot of Star Wars fans would like to, s- to see for a Star Wars TV series. I see no reason why Dennis Lawson couldn't return, and maybe they could even get Mark Hamill for a guest spot in the pilot episode. For a cartoon series, I really think that it's pretty much you can do a lot because you don't you just have to draw the the characters like the actors look. Yeah, that's it. And the voice, the voice. Well, you just have to find someone who sounds like them. Well, let's just let's just bring back the Star Wars holiday special to mind. You remember how Han Solo looked in that comic. Exactly. So. There's a lot of different styles you can use. Liar, you never saw the Star Wars. I, I saw the cartoon. Okay, you saw the cartoon. I saw that's <laughs> the only good part in it. And that's the sad part. <laughs> yes, it is. But the X-Wing series is, I think, the the, the longest idea, the, the 
longest uh, running idea. Running running it'd be interesting, but yeah. not as live action. No, oh, I think live action could be live action could be really fun. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I I'd like to see I'd like to see Face Lauren and the whole wraiths because yeah. I think they're really interesting. That that would be a a, a good show be because they're commandos also. So you you got exactly you got mission. In the you got action everywhere, like space above and beyond. I think it'd have to be a lot grittier, though. Okay. Dogen's posted, I've often wondered what it would be like if they did a live-action Jedi Apprentice series. Yes, those are children's books, but a series starring Liam Neeson and some kid as Obi-Wan could be good if done well. Uh, Jedi Apprentice by Jude Watson was a really terrific series. Uh, I'm saying that, and I only read the first four books, and they, they threw me down. I have them most of them and uh, I find them really interesting and they're not you know they're written for kids but they're really interesting they're even more interesting when you read them as adults if you're interested in the old like Jedi Apprentice relationship mentor protege and, and you learn a lot about the Star Wars universe that's in right uh, DJR33 said uh, he says uh, that it sounds great he wish it could happen and he hopes it will <laughs> Uh, Tiger Claw. I would love to. I would love them to produce more of the Clone Wars cartoon. However, if they were to start a new Star Wars series, I would love to see a, a series that takes place during the time between the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. I'm sure many of us wonder what has happened to Anakin over the years as a little boy till he grew up as a teen. You know, that's actually something fairly interesting. Um. Renzel, I think a Rogue Squadron series would be great. There's a lot inter- interesting in interest in space, as we have seen with Mars as of late. Yes, indeed. Something I uh, I can tell right now because it actually has to do with space and Mars and stuff like that. Uh, Nick Nick Gillard in the chat on hyperspace recently, uh, someone asked, uh, "What do you think of uh, George's George Bush plans to landing a man on Mars and going back to the moon and all?" He says, I don't think something George Bush tells will actually go off. <laughs> <laughs> that's like really bad. You know, I, I'd say that's it's a burn. Nick, it's Nick Gillard yep. that did that. that, say that. Yeah. Nick said that. So it's interesting. He's um, from the UK, right? Right. I think. Yeah. I'm actually going to gonna post a link on the, on the chat, and uh, I'll try to remember and post it in the forums as well. Uh, but you can always drop by the... Um, the what, what topic the 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 quest for Star Wars CU TV show layout uh, posted by the second quest he's one of the literature moderators in the literature uh, Jedi Council uh, forums uh, that's basically all of the EU the EU put into episodes for Star Wars TV series yeah. it could be interesting but it's so long that I'm not gonna Go and read it all because it would take me like forever. Yeah. Uh, what I'm going to do though is I'm going to take take a look at all the emails. But we, I think we've he I think he left his number. Uh no no he didn't. Because one uh, somebody uh, sent an email and left his number uh, on on the bottom. Yes, but those people have to be in the chat and uh, okay. tell us by Amazon that they're that they actually want to do uh, that they actually want to uh, us to call them. Yeah. So if you're not if you're listening right now, not to the rerun, okay? 
don't try that on the reruns. <laughs> uh, you you just have to add the user swenindirect.hotmail.com to your MSN messenger list. I'm losing my voice here. It's terrible. And you all, all you have to do is tell us you'd like us to call you, and we will definitely do so. That's okay. I still got some water. That's not a problem. Uh, okay. I'm going to try because we still received some more... Uh, Email. Some more email. We got Jib, Jib Zamora who'd like us to call him, but he's not there. What can we do? You got to be in the chat. That's right. You have to be in the chat. Okay, so I'm going to start with Sunflower. Well, Katie, who actually sent us a very nice and long email about this. I think that if you decide to create a Star Wars cartoon, you should go to... You should go for something based of the Young Jedi Knights book series by Kevin Janderson and Rebecca Moesta. This series feature, uh, features the adventure of Jason and Jaina Solo, Lobaka the Wookiee, Tenoka, and several other Jedi Knights in training. It takes place several years after the Return of the Jedi. The cartoons should follow the series, but feature several misadventures between books. I think kids would really go for this, and you could feature more roles in each episode. I started reading the series in fifth grade, but even now, as a junior in high school, I still enjoy it. Cartoons nowadays are more for younger children than my other age group. And I think that that's, that's what's missing from Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. We need a series that will entertain all ages, especially teenagers. And this is just what the Young Jedi Knights will do. If you think this is a somewhat good idea, I'd really like to hear some feedback. I'd be happy to write an, ep- uh, to write an episode, do voice work, or draw out some of the characters. Already drawn out Jaina and Tenelka for you. I may only be 17 years old, but I'll do anything I can, con- I can contribute. Uh, thanks for listening. I hope you consider my ideas. It's something I really think could work. Sincerely, Kathy. But uh, P.S. Think, think of all the mer- merchandising. I have to actually say something. Uh, I think that's what's missing from Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network in, in terms of a cartoon that would be entertaining for children especially, but all other age groups. SpongeBob SquarePants? I have to say yes. <laughs> Sponge <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, but um, my uh, father watches SpongeBob SquarePants. There you go. That's and my brother <laughs> and sister are in <laughs> bed. It's a stupid cartoon okay. about a sponge and, and that lives under the sea. Yeah, and he's his it's he's a kitchen sponge. And his best yeah. friend is a starfish. Yes. It is And he has a whiny neighbor. Yeah. An octopus neighbor. Squidworth. Yeah, Squidworth. But she uh, she was talking about doing something uh old your no, no. Well, she she would like to do some voice over on a cartoon okay. for that series, but so that's something. But that's something interesting. But we will definitely call call her back, like talk to her again about doing some fine audio work. So we'll, t- we'll tell her to draw by the Galactic Senate and post her resume yeah. up there. You know, that's if, if she wants to do some voices, go to uh, Sour Fan Works. That's it. That's uh, that's where you got to start. Uh, if you'll just excuse me here for a second. Wow, I got like tons of people like. So in the chat we got uh, question mark sit, <laughs> cryo storm the host dirge good Ouija, Jedi Luke Jeff Rooney JJ M thirty two thirty three eighty four myself Matab Raven Star Wars fan Wars, Tiger Claw and Wookie Mart. Yay. Okay, going wow. to uh, Jared T. email. I myself would love to see live-action Star Wars project made for television after episode 3 is finished. However, I'm not particularly crazy about the idea of, weekly, of a weekly series. 
I think Star Trek is a perfect example of one's grand space saga that has been run into the ground by literally hundreds of hours of television. It doesn't help either when the, when the two latest series, Voyager and Enterprise, have had more Metacore shows than great ones. Ideally, Lucasfilm would authorize several television movies per year. Lucas could come up with the stories himself, or he could look outside writers. I personally would prefer a fresh outside perspective on Star Wars. The possibilities for storytelling would be really endless. As in the novels, these television movies could be set in the prequel era, the era of the original trilogy, or could take place after Return of the Jedi. They need not focus on characters from the films, but the stars of the movies could participate if they are willing and available. Remember, Lucas got Harrison Ford to play Indiana Jones again in an episode of the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, and he worked for scale on that project. Perhaps a series of telefilms focusing on Rogue Squadron, or some other elite combat unit in Rebellion or the Republic. The Ewok movies, made in the mid-1980s, are a perfect example of what I'm talking about. While the quality of these films are debatable, the idea behind them is very good. Take supporting char characters, in this case the Ewoks, and craft a story around them and their adventures. I don't think great visual effects would be a problem, as many sci-fi shows nowadays look almost as good as anything else in the movies, uh, in the movie theaters. The, the price of these, of these telefilms may be rather high, but the cost would no doubt be recouped by in advertising and DVD sales. I definitely think the occasional telefilm or miniseries is the way to go. And it's my opinion that a weekly series could, would dilute Star Wars product. Okay. I kind of agree with him yep. in, that, in, in that fact that if we take a look at what has been done for the Dune series on, on the Sci-Fi Channel in space here in Canada, it's really, really good that we have two hours episode times four episodes, mm -hmm. which are on DVD afterward, and tells us Tell, tell us a lot about the story and they really well relate the books mm -hmm. in comparison to other you know telephones and stuff like that she was uh, he was talking about uh, a mini series uh, a mini series as opposed to a TV show but I disagree yeah. I, I'd prefer actually having a TV series it's more re regular it's maybe? more regular and it would not see a mini series is wouldn't have the as a higher budget but yeah it, it wouldn't it would probably the mini series would be a mini series could, could be, be short yeah could be something very serious with war and everything yeah. but a, a, a weekly series could be more light yeah. a light story more not necessarily though yeah. you could you could have like i don't know if you're watching right now but star uh, star trek enterprise is very serious timeline right now. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have space. Oh, <laughs> me neither. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's too bad. I don't get around space, but anyway. So, yeah. In anyway, in any, in any case. case, it 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 takes place over a long period of time, and I I think that a miniseries would wouldn't last as long, and I don't think that you could get it on a major network. You, it would have to be on yeah, the Sci-Fi Channel or Space here up here in Canada. Or something like uh, Spike yeah. TV. That's possible that Lucas would want to be on, on one of the main yeah, broadcasting like, uh, companies. Yeah. Probably Fox um, or ABC. Yeah. Uh, CBS something without uh, where fans don't have to have cable. Exactly. Yeah. Something that's broadcast over the air and uh, m unlike Clone Wars, which was yeah. only on US cable. Yeah. 
Okay, going now to uh, to a good Widgie, well, good Widgie who's in the chat right now. Yeah. Uh, hi guys, I uh, I do not if I be able to listen to the show live, so I thought I would email instead. Well, he's 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 live, but we're still going to read his email. I've had a show idea bouncing around in my head. I think it's one of the few day of a few ways to make it all make sense. Basically, it would be three shows wrapped in one. The first part would be uh, would take part in the A Day of the Jedi. Uh, before the Phantom Menace, and the story would revolve around a Jedi Master and the and Apprentice, their travel being lawkeepers and mediators in Grand Republic Galaxy. The second part would be about the same Apprentice, now a Jedi, during the Clone Wars. It would show how the Order had degenerated, and would revolve around him and his secret wife slash lover, and their infant child. It could be about love, romance, and war and how the Jedi Horde does not approve but that many Jedi have had children and wives' husbands in secret. I do realize that the Clone Wars did not last long, but little artistic freedom can be allowed. I mean, MASH was on the air for like 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> the third part would be about the infant child, now an adult, and a member, most likely a pilot, uh, in the Rebel Alliance. It would be brassy and have the under underdog feeling of the original trilogy, a team of friends warrior against the galaxy. My suggestion would be that the show that is one hour in length would primarily, primarily uh, center on one part of the story, but towards the end, set up the next part within a different time frame. Lucasfilm should sell an exclusive three-year agreement with a two-hour special in each season. The specials would tell stories that interconnect with in all three time frames. I would not let any show go on forever. Three seasons is plenty. Oh yes, I would call the show Star Wars Trilogies. Thank you. Merci. Good <laughs> Star Wars trilogies. That's cool. Mm, not sure. I don't like the title, but I yeah, like the, the concept. The, the concept is interesting indeed. Uh, it's something that that is actually worth looking into. Mm-hmm. And you have, you know, all different types of eras and all different types of uh, good fun. It, it could be interesting because it, it reflects kind of what Denny wanted, which was the the, the, the X wing and the X wing approach to it. That's it. No. And it has this this kind of idea of uh, th- this feeling of battle in five. Exactly. You know, for each year they were they were going over uh, for a couple of years. That was really an interesting concept. But what I want to see is the rise of the empire. You know, beginning after the end of the. That's the prequels, uh, Danny. Yeah. The rise of the empire. Yeah. No. Okay. But of the actual empire, the the not the rise, but at, at the time right after episode three. Okay. okay. Until. The uh, classic trilogy. That could you be know? interesting because you don't necessarily need... You don't have any main characters, i.e. like yeah. Anakin and Padme. And yeah. You could just have a guy in a Darth Vader suit. Yeah. That's it. And he not necessarily has to be to be there all the time. It exactly. Could it could just be, Lord Vader sent me yeah. word that blah, 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 blah. Or, shoot, Vader's here. It's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> or an hologram of the Emperor. Or exactly. A guy in a black yeah. co- cloak. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even from the bag, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, we have Andrew Selleck from Ottawa, Ontario. Oh. Hey, what do you know? Hey, that's close. Neighbor from us. Uh, Star Wars on TV is going to have to be a different from Star Wars in the theater. BTW, this is a long one. <laughs> <laughs> Droids and Ewoks cartoon shows help to show that an episodic format with a story thread linking several episodes can work. Other sci-fi or genre shows have also proven that episodic series or arc-driven formats can all be successful on television. 
Star Wars in whatever format is presented in uh, will be successful because of the nature of the franchise. Much like Star Trek, people will watch it for brand name familiarity. Um, however, many of the general shows out there are different from each other in some ways. Babylon 5, Farscape, Star Trek, etc., etc. Each one is different from the other. Star Wars will have to do something different, both from these franchise and the films, since there's little chance or need of having the original cast star or appear in cameos in the series. But you know, that's a great... It's, it's going to be the perfect time for Steve Sansu to actually catch a role in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would make a good Star Wars television show? What could be explored while still preserving both the spirit of the movie and Lucas' ideal of what Star Wars is? Well, there are two things which would work well. One, an animated series, although the Clone Wars cartoon is neat. The episodes are far too short. Everything flies by very quick, quickly, so while it reflects part of the spirit of the movies, i.e. fashion, fast, fast action, it doesn't really have time for plot character exploration. Mm. What's needed is another series of 30-minute episodes like the old Dread cartoon. The time frame, classic or prequel, doesn't matter too much, but it should be different from my second suggestion. You know, for me, the Clone War cartoon <coughs> was like each episode is like a synopsis. And yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's you know? it. I liked it. Sorry. You know, I, I like it, but I'm kind of guy who likes to have a lot of details. Okay. No. EU people likes to have a yeah. lot of details. <laughs> and that's I a fact. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he, on the, he also have to respect that there's only yeah. a certain part that they only wanted to show. Yeah. Oh, they, they show the important parts. It's not as much showing, showing the important part, it's showing what needs to be shown to tell the story. And you have to, when you're, when you're not writing or a book or something like that, you have to, for the sake of continuity or, or um, time, you have to, you have to uh, cut things or change things. So you can't always have a lot of details. Because if you have too many details, people will turn it off and they won't listen to it. Yeah. So that's why I like that. Then they're short. But a TV show, you get the details on the background. That's yeah, but for the Clone Wars, you have the books. Yeah, but exactly. it, it, I don't think they explain exactly the same thing. No, it's, that's it's a, different it's totally battle, different. different places. Well, in any there, way, there. to yeah. go back to it, to the second suggestion, a live action show. This is the meat and bones of television. An hour-long show highlighting the adventures of a particular group of characters would without a doubt make for enjoyable television viewing. Maybe following the tales of a group of smugglers who find themselves drawn or leaning towards one side of a conflict, but still trying to maintain their out-for-themselves attitude. Pirates and privateers and hold and HUD role-playing supplement for, from, from West End Games has a lot of potential. Since it... Since if the cast of characters are privateers for the Alliance, they're on the right side already. Uh, you know, we've been talking about live-action shows, but we've, nev- we've not really approached the r- reality TV Star Wars. Oh, boy. Like troops? Sort of. Sort of. Like but, you know, we, we, had, we had this summer the, uh, the Great Purple production uh, yeah. play Star Wars Survivor. Survivor. That was funny. Which was really funny. You know, you put, you put all the Skywalkers on an island. Yeah, this was a, how do you say, a theater? That was a play. A, a play. That's it. That was a, a play. And it was, a, it was extremely funny. But, you know, like something like uh, Big Brother for Star Wars. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> But you put like Imperial troops and the Death Star or something that you could be Darth Vader crushing <laughs> <laughs> people. You get voted off. You get strangled by Vader. 
I, I'll win. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Vader has rejected you from the group. <laughs> Vader is the host. Oh, you that looked at him weird. <laughs> <laughs> now Jeff Pross has a host for Star Wars live action. <laughs> I, I bet you like. I bet you Vader would kill him. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that he'd come back as a clone. Yeah. Okay, but what era? Vader has spoken. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to Andrew's email. It's not a vote. (laughs) It's a a dictatorship. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But what era Andrew goes into? Classic was done in the original trilogy, but there's certainly more room in which to explore. Just ask anybody who played a Star Wars role-playing game on Galaxies. Uh, The prequel era has great potential since Jedi are still relatively plentiful and many opportunities were not covered in the in the first two parts. Rise of the Empire, as in before Episode 4 New Hope, showing how the Empire began uh, exerting fr- some more of its authority over the galaxy at large. Or finally, the New Republic era, taking place after Return of the Jedi with the, new, with, with the Empire on the run, but not out. The problem for me for the, the New Republic is that there's too much material. Exactly. That'd be my thing also. I'd, and I'd say post I d- and, and, and I don't think that Lucasfilm would like to play within those era too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with Because you. they don't want the fans to, to yeah. rant yep. all the yep. time. Yep. That's it. I agree. As you can see, and are likely to get from millions of other fans, there are endless possibilities for Star Wars on a small screen. Perhaps starting with something more familiar to who back viewers to the TV and to the franchise, like a show in the classic era taking place during the event for episode 4 and 6, but but without the original characters, except possibly in cameo or background scenes. Uh, It's not not inconceivable that whatever type of show is first first aired is in fact the start of a new television franchise. It's a franchise like Paramount Star Trek, can bump around with a different type of show every few years, then why not Star Wars? It wouldn't just be another TV franchise, it would be a venue for telling good stories, given that it would be a series and therefore not limited by time, two-hour film versus a 22-episode season. It would be possible to generate a stronger character. So, he thanks That's us true. for indulging his fantasy. That's true, because with a TV series, you got more time to develop the characters. Exactly. I, I see in episode one and two, they don't have the time to go deep, into character uh, like in the classic trilogy I think they they got they took more time to go into the characters yeah Yeah. Uh, going back to what uh, Jared Jared sent us uh, going two emails back uh, the latest of the latest Star Trek series you know Voyager and Enterprise Uh, let's put Voyager in the Star Wars universe just before uh, uh, (laughs) a good idea for uh, a reality show the amazing castle run (laughs) there you go (laughs) Thank you, Martin. <laughs> that would be that would be something cool. So I think that they they could actually do that, having them going across all the, the galaxy, galaxy. That's it. And then running into Imperials. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty cool. That'd but you, you know that you know that Castle Run th- thing is a sham, eh? You'd have to have uh, read the Star Wars tales f- to know that. Tales or Infinities. Still, I believe that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but in any case, um, put Voyager. In the Star Wars universe, have a ship get lost in the unknown regions. No, that that, that'd w- be kind of boring because you just yeah. run into the chest and just say, "That's the way to the door." Out. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be too much Star Trek. Yeah, too much like Star Trek exploration. We saw that on Star Trek a lot. We need and something. Whoever else. said that they didn't like Star Wars Voyager, I have to disagree with you. Star Trek Voyager. 
I liked I loved Voyager. Yeah. I'm sorry. I liked the, the way that they were cut off and stuff. I to be, very to be quite honest with you, Voyager was my favorite Star Trek series. I like DS9. And, and it's not much. because of Seven of Nine. This I, is I, the, I, the I only series I listened... Um, you watched? You because watched. Because only a couple of episodes. Uh-huh. Next Generation, maybe. In all the years they were there, I saw three, three episodes. Voyager, I saw uh, five I, I, I like DS9 oh. and Voyager. Okay. Because they were not about a freaking ship called Enterprise. <laughs> but in any case, you know, to, what go, a back concept. to go back <laughs> on the Star Wars subject here. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, it's something fairly interesting to, to look into. But, you know, that would a show like that would actually be a good uh, run for 2-1-B to get a little bit more of... Uh, oh, 2-1-B. <laughs> now, was that uh, Kevin Smith who did uh, Clerks? You do, you do Clerks, Star Wars... Uh, the it's been done. It's, yeah. it's actually it's been done as a fan a film. Yeah, oh, I love it. that fan film. Yeah. Okay. Uh, writer, well, I don't know. Hmm. Mr. Rivera sent us an email saying, I have an idea for a Star Wars TV series. I think they should go back for or even 5,000 years before any of the books and movies and show the viewers that a new adventure that will not affect extended universe slash movie continuity which free the writers and producers to do something new in Star Wars that we have not seen yet. Perhaps the Bird of the Republic. Maybe, can, maybe we can even jump ahead thousands of years after Luke Skywalker to see how their plight has affected the galaxy. Either way, I suggest something that will not upset film or expanded universe continuity and something we have not seen before in the Star Wars universe. If Star Wars is to survive as a franchise long after Lucas has moved on to other things, uh, TV is truly to, the best way to keep it alive. Books, games, and cartoons are just not enough to keep it going indefinitely after Star Wars Episode 3. The thing is to look at how Paramount has kept Star Trek alive for nearly 40 years. For better or for worse, Trek TV has become such a standard that I know people who have told me that they can't imagine TV season without a Star Trek episode running. Live-action TV is the future of Star Wars, no matter how many movies get made. Uh, there is much to be explored in Star Wars. I hope you all will support my suggestion and bring it to its potential on TV. I can reach blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, the problem with what you said about the... Um, what he what said about the, uh, the, uh, the going back 5,000 years, it's already been done. There's a story there, and they, they cover... Yeah, but I think, I think if you go back too far, people won't recognize that's it. But I think, I think he's talking about 10,000 years before the Battle of Yavin here. Let's put it on the Star Wars scales. I think yeah. he, I think he's talking about ten thousand years before the Battle of Yavin. But but still, if you, if you go back that far, you will not recognize it. Yeah. Because so. if you don't have the Jedi, if you don't have the Sith, if you don't have the space battles, <laughs> if you don't have <laughs> buildings on Coruscant, it, exactly, <laughs> it, you won't recognize it. It'll just be another sci-fi mm-hmm. series. You exactly. have to incorporate things that are people that are blah. Sorry, you have to incorporate things that people are familiar with. Mm-hmm. That's what Star Trek always and does. Th- they always have a Starfleet yeah. and stuff like that. The only thing that would be reco- recognizable would be the lightsaber, and that's it. But if you go back too far, the Jedi don't use light lightsabers. Mm, or they, uh, the, the how Jedi far? The, exactly, ten thousand years. They probably had lightsaber. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. The I'd beginning of lightsabers with battery packs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was fun. It's just like the Ghostbusters guns, you know? Oh. You've got to have, like, this huge battery on your back <laughs> to fight with this stupid light stick. <laughs> okay, as a uh, Handy sent us, as a, long, as a lifelong Star Wars fan, I've been dreading the end of the second trilogy, even as I eagerly await each installment among the prequels. 
I think new grounds should and must be broken after the last Star Wars movie. An HBO miniseries or even new movie trilogy about the tales of the Jedi, something like, like the classic Dark Horse comics, would be fantastic. Providing not only endless new opportunities for character-plot developments, but a convenient way around the continuity problems. Finally, on a, on a, on a film, look at what the Jedi were, were like in their true prime. It'd be such a, an interesting departure. Uh, true. I'd love to see... Yeah, I, I personally yeah. love the Jedi's. So, wow. But it's it's like the fashion now. It's it's really it's popular the Jedi. Yeah, so. but, I mean, okay. I don't like the Jedi themselves. I don't care if I don't see them fighting. And the concept. I just like the like concept. to see them like learn and stuff like that. That would be to myself a great show. Uh, just just like Jason who sent us that the Tales of the Jedi series would be great as a TV miniseries. He'd like to see that. But I, I don't want too much of that. You know. Yeah, you, you have need to adventure. Exactly. You can't always rely on the Jedi because people will go, oh, it's just another Jedi series. Blah blah blah. He uses yeah, powers or not. to win. To yeah, it, it'll just succeed, become like yeah. it'll become like Star Trek, where there are just seven plots and they just recycle them over and over and over again. And I know this, and I like Star Trek. Okay. It, it'll it. become boring. People will know. But what will yeah, happen? That's it. Uh, Dylan sent us, you know, I would love t- I would love for Lucasfilm Limited to make a TV series set in the 18 years after Episode 3 called Empire, where it's about searching in the, the galaxy and killing the rebels. However, from Vader's point of view, so that's you know, a good show. That, that'd be interesting. <laughs> that's it, you know, the the truth, the, the truth down from the last damn Jedi and the rebels and stuff like that. More yeah, than the you know, you you er, you hear him talking to himself. You know, as a narrator or something. That's it. That would be so cool. Like <laughs> as we started, you know, we only wanted to land on that planet. But then, the trouble began. <laughs> <laughs> as for a cartoon series, I would want Rogue Squadron as a Cartoon Network show, as it can be a great action show. I also wouldn't mind a show set after Episode 6. Maybe there are... Maybe these are Episode 7, 8, and 9, which Mayo said he's in, in Hot Dog Magazine. <laughs> There's a he didn't, but There's anyway... Cryo Storm in the chat said that be, like a thousand, year, thousand years before uh, A New Hope it could be a great time to, to put a show. You know, it's right between Tale of the Jedi and the actual oh, well movie. Then around Knights of the Old Republic? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know, but when uh, Knights of the Republic is if exa- exactly, but if someone from the chat could uh, tell us that, but I think it's near. It's really near the Tale of the Jedi, uh, Knights of the Republic, okay. w- uh, just before. I think it's just before or right after. But there's a lot. Of there, there's four thousand years to explore. Exactly. And one thousand years before, you, you could see uh, uh, the Dark Bane uh, when you create the. The one, one the master, rule. yeah, the rule. Uh, Seb, uh, what's the, the the period when Dark Bane? Uh, the, the that's a thousand years before. A thousand years, but he speaks of a thousand one. years, so we could see Dark Bane. You know, people would like to see how this uh, the one rule began or something. Uh, okay, there's there's a comic book about it, but you know, going because Dark Bane, detail. Darth Bane is actually a George Lucas character. He's not an EU yeah, character. That's it. Few people know that. Okay, uh, for those of you who just like would like to know a little something, I just checked out uh, Del Rey's website for the timeline, and uh, and uh, we didn't uh, 
the, they don't even have as far as the, the, the tales. Where? They, they stopped right at uh, 40, 40, 44 years before Star Wars A New Hope with the Jedi Apprentice. They, they don't actually include all the comics. You might, have to, you might have to go to Dark Horse. Yeah that's, yeah, that's what I figured. But, you know, that's I, I think it's it's 4,000 years before, so... But oh. uh, Night of the Old Republic, I, you know, when we interviewed Mac Gallo, there was a possibility uh, that he, he could include some Tale of the Jedi characters in a future g- game. So I think it would be around 4,000 years before. That's it. Uh, Dirge tells us, uh, Cryostorm and Dirge tells us that it is 4,000 years before. Yeah. So I, I, know, I know that the, uh, the Golden Age of the Sith is actually 4,000 years. And, uh, it's 5,000 years. The Golden Age of the Sith is 5,000. 5,000? From the, the essential, essential Guide to Chronology. Okay. And uh, when is the, the, the Golden Age of the Republic? It is about the same time. Hold on. A.K.A. the further adventures of Yulik Keldroma and his brothers. <laughs> the da, 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 the legacy of the Sith. It would happen. Uh, the Sith War was. It starts at um, 44 before Yavin. Yeah, 4400 before Yavin. That's when the Shadow of Freedom Nan. That's when it all starts. There you go. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say it again for those of you, like, because we have time for maybe a last call. So for those of you who would like to reach us, uh, would like us to actually call you, you can reach us uh, by adding the uh, MSN user, SWENdirect, at hotmail.com to your MSN messenger user contacts. That's it. And send us your uh, telephone number. Yep. And we're going to be calling you. Uh, we have some people who are who have sent us their numbers, but if you're not present either on Messenger or in the chat, we're not going to call you because we want to know it's okay. You know, and we, we want you to answer the phone. Yes, and we want to know. Want to make sure you, you're there. <laughs> and we don't want to disturb you. You know, in whatever you may be doing. Yep. So, uh, it's really fun to see that uh, the show is growing right now. Uh, we have 12 people on the chat, just as it stands. Uh, Cryostorm, me, Dirge, Goodwidgie, Jedi Lukes, uh, Lunatic, Matab, Raven, Star Wars Chicks. Star Wars Chick would just, like, Pop drop in. by. Hello. <laughs> Hi there, girls. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Fanworks, uh, Tiger Claw, and Wookiee Mark. But there's uh, about six or seven that are that, le- that left. That's yes. It. So, what, we had 18? And we have... 18 maximum? And we have yeah. Lady Sid, who's I in my room that. one, and uh, she just left. <laughs> 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 I think I just missed her. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, that's it. So, you know, we have... Uh, I've got Mr. Sid, who just added himself to the uh, messenger list. He, uh, is the, he used to be the CR for New York. Okay. In, he didn't uh, come in the chat, though. No. no okay. uh, it's the first time he actually got, got the chance to actually listen to us on, mm-hmm. on the air. And uh, he, he, really, he, really is, he is really impressed. Uh, he likes the format of the show, and he tells us that we really hack well together. So, thank you for, cool. your, for your kind words. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Okay, so Dirge tells us to call him. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have a nickname, but we 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 don't have. Uh, oh, there, there, there you may be. It's really funny because we have people, you know, heading up to the show during the shows on the on the list, and also it's really interesting. Okay, let's see. 
Um, still talking about the Star Wars on small screen. Yep. Uh, the future of Star Wars on small screen. And uh, it's going to be our pleasure to actually contact anyone who would like to be contacted. And uh, we'll do so at our, co- at our fees. Yep, so you're not paying a thing. That's it. I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, gr- it's really great for you. Uh, no, it's fairly well, cheap for 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 the. Uh, f- I'm talking for the for the fans. Yeah. It's really great for the fans. Okay, Dirge, I sent you an email and I'm in the chat, 16 before. Okay, uh, again, Dirge, we don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we we're not sure, you know. Did you receive his email? Yeah, and, well, I probably did, but you know, I, I I don't have an email with Dirge into it. Yeah, okay. Name, you know, my nick is Dirge. So <laughs> or the email did not reach our account yet. No, I'm pretty sure because I just checked it up uh, a few minutes ago. So in any case, uh, I mean, Dirge, are you the guy from Ottawa? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, uh, like does he does he have MSN? No, I that, don't know. He's, he's not on MSN. That's the that's the funny thing. That would be the easiest way to contact us, you know. Yes. And the fastest. Okay, give us a second here. You know where this this is really Stephen. Cool. Okay, we know his first name. Okay, his first name is Stephen. So I got I got I got to go through all the emails again. <laughs> <laughs> the last one down. The last one down. Okay. Nope, that's not it. Okay, give me a second. We're gonna go through the emails and try <laughs> to find out if we can, I, if we have a Steven who sent us an email. Yeah, I know. No, no. <laughs> it's really no. funny. You know, this is one of those of what awkward moments. <laughs> what used to be a Jedi talk moments when they, the the guys wanted wanted everyone to call them, but they were trying to keep on doing the show while going through stuff and all. So it's it's really funny. Uh, let me see, let me see. How about in a moment of kind of irony here, I'm going to repeat how you can contact us. Go. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> okay, so by email, it's studio at swindirect.com. By MSN Messenger, it's swindirect E-N-direct at com. And the chat is on the link on the main site, which is www.swendirect.com. And we also have a webcam, so you can look at us. We're yeah. very boring. Because <laughs> we don't Sometimes move a lot. Seb does something funny. From time to time. That's From right. time to time. And when he's not talking. You know, we have to apologize right now because the next show uh, will actually be on February 1st. And it will be at the same time, about the same time, the, 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 the Super, Bowl. The Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. So what we'll do is we'll, th- we'll try to rearrange all the studio here so we can actually put the webcam in front of a TV <laughs> so we can all watch <laughs> the Super Bowl while we do the show. <laughs> and we, 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 we'll do we'll have live updates. <laughs> so, if you hear us, so if you're watching TV, af- a minute after, so you hear like a delay probably? Yeah, you get the one minute delay. The one minute delay. So if something big happens after... After you hear us, that's okay. That's it. I'm just going to correct something I said earlier. Uh, Mystery Sip was never the CR of New York. He's the vice president of New York uh, City. Eh? Probably Fanforce. Okay. <laughs> and okay. Uh, he was the RSA for the Northeast, and then he was the GSA on Fanforce, which is Global Support Administrator. Okay. And I happen to be the RSA, which is Regional Support Administrator for French Canada. Ta-da. 
That's really funny. You know okay, so, so we don't have uh, anything about Stephen. We don't have your number. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you have send to send us by MSN. That's it. You have to add the MSN user. Oh, there. I have a new, have a new email. <laughs> uh, hi guys. Can't quite figure out the chat room, but it's awesome. And I have something to do with every other su- uh, Sunday. Lady Sit, as known as Christana, loyal friend of Mystery Sit. Well, thank you for the uh, for the the nice uh, promotion. And uh, we're actually gonna promote your website, www.empirefanfest.com. And no idea what that is. There you go. But you know, it's our pleasure for those of those of you we we actually make happy. That's yeah. our job. Okay, so I think that's gonna cap it off for the main subject. Um, I think we're going to go to a little musical break yep. right now. And we're going to come back with a community update. So we're going to go to Tommy Lee and Hold Me Down. And we'll be right back in three minutes.
Hi, my name is Peter Mayhew. I play Chewbacca on Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. Welcome back to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. That's right, folks. Uh, now we're going to do a little community update with nothing, because there's nothing to promote, <laughs> to be quite honest with you, like in the, in the real upcoming weeks, uh, like before our next show on February 1st. So you would have liked to announce the, the anything the officially the, the Star Wars celebration, yes. but the news is not out yet? That's it. But we're following the issue really close, and we promise you to bring you we're, we're pretty, something, we're something very out. memorable yeah. for that time. That's it. Yeah. In any case, uh, I'm going to take the, this time, this community update, to actually tell you guys who are listening to us out there, if you have a small Star Wars convention, if you have a FanForce group appearing at a small convention in your town... Or you have a FanForce... Outing or something, uh, or uh, even if you have just a fan force outing, you know, just send us an email for the sh- before the show. Let us know when it's happening, where to go for all the details and all, and will be it will be our pleasure to actually talk about. Dirge it. is actually Steven Anderson. That's the email you received. Nope, no. <laughs> I, I I thought it was uh, Steven Anderson the email you received. Which email? I received a tons of emails. No, one of the email that was named that uh, Steven. No, it was Stephen Kennedy. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was Stephen Kennedy. We didn't okay. get your email. Okay, yeah. sorry. Sorry, Dirge. <laughs> we will send us next, next time. time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. We'll get to you next time. Uh, okay, in any case, going back to the subject, if you have a fan for starting, if you have anything you want to promote, it will be our pleasure to put it on, your, on our airwaves, and maybe, who knows, you know, you can attract... Airwaves, netwaves. That's it. Net internet, internet radio frequency. Yes. You know, you can actually have this on your show, and that's going to be really cool. Uh, okay, so that's and you can it. talk about us also. That's it, everybody. Yeah, but you know, are we there Word yet? No, oh, no, no, we're not there yet. That's it. Continue. We're not there yet. Well, we're what? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm lost here. It's like it's getting late. I'm tired. It's incredible. Um, okay, well, that's it. So that that's basically it for the community update. Uh, we don't have anything else about Celebration Tree that we wanted to. We were hoping to get for, for this show but eventually we're we could have not but today. we're yeah. following the, yeah. the issue really close we could it. have but we didn't want to push our luck yeah. I have a conscience yeah. <laughs> that stopped you guys yep. <laughs> it was sorry. more your explanation yes yeah. that's right I, I'm, I can be very very like convincing persuasive, convincing. Yeah. Pers- persuasive. <laughs> okay well I think that's going to be it for the show tonight uh, we, we will actually have I've done a show less than three hours and on time. On time. Yeah, but wow. you know, you know, we I, I still have to, I still have a few things to talk about. Okay. Oh boy! So Go it's ahead. probably going to be more on time. Okay. Uh, basically, first things first. Uh, we have a couple of ideas of shows we want to do in the future, but your input is always welcome. And you know, we want to talk about what you guys want to talk. Well, what you guys want to hear us talk about. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, what do you have comments on? So that's it. What, any comments is welcome, good or bad. Uh, 
like I'm gonna even say to be quite honest, the baddest the better because if uh, we receive bad comments, we can actually improve on these things. Well, you have to give criticism, but it has That's to be it. positive. It can't be you suck, 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 <laughs> blah 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 blah. You guys suck. You guys are never gonna mount anything. Give us something that we can work on. Work That's on it. something that we can work on would be cool. And, uh, yeah, okay, uh, that's one of the things. Of course, the other things is uh, this some someone from Star Wars Chicks dropped by in the chat during the show. And uh, for those of you who don't know StarWarsChicks.com, it's a website a little bit like the Dark Mall Extra Gen Brigade, but for the Jedi side. <laughs> so they kind of like the, uh, the... They're a group of Star Wars women. Star Wars fan fan women who get together from time to time. I know they got together at the Star Wars celebration too, okay. and it was really fun. So we'd like to do a show. One of the fut- the show we have in mind for our future is actually a show on women in Star Wars. So and women in fandom and and and, and Star Wars. It could be two shows: women in Star Wars, one show, and women in the fandom. That's you right. Could. There's we a lot to talk about. Interview with Michonne Boriag. Um, Interview with uh, Shannon Baska. Interview with Carrie Fisher. And, you know, we're just saying things. <laughs> we're talking right out of our rectum. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Do I have, like, such a bad breath? Sad. Yeah, okay. So, basically, <laughs> uh, you know, there are not so many conventions happening during the winter. But during the summer, there are co- a couple of good conventions in the U.S. And we're, we're still looking for more and more people, because the more the merrier, uh, to actually walk around those conventions. Correspondence. Uh, correspondence to walk around those conventions and, you know, report to us, uh, do some interview for us with some of the, the people that are going to be there. Because we, we can be everywhere. Sadly, you know, we don't have the budget. We, we don't have the budget. <laughs> <laughs> the budget stops where we have to pay for our servers and calling you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it. So if you'd like to participate in the show uh, in any way, if you'd like to give us suggestions, if you'd like to uh, give us any comment, comment, if you'd like to uh, actually participate or become a correspondent, you all you have to do is uh, send us an email to studio at swendirect.com. Uh, with the title SWD correspondent for correspondent, comment for comments, bad comments for bad comments. And <laughs> so I think I, Adam one forgot about our show today. No, he's uh, he's online, but oh, yeah. it, you know he might he might have I don't he might know. be busy. Yeah, yep. he might be busy. Some people are busy. Okay, so we actually have decided on the uh, the next show, and uh, the next show is not going to be Saturday, January seventeenth, Danny. <laughs> I didn't change that part. That was yesterday. <laughs> that was yesterday. The next show is going to be on uh, Sunday, February 1st at uh, 1700 hours Eastern Time. That would be 1900 hours. Uh, 1900 hours Eastern Time, 1700 hours uh, Mountain Time, and 1400 hours I? Pacific Standard Time. Yeah, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, no, it's 1600. No. I'm no, it's three hours before. Eastern. That's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> 1,900 hours in Eastern. <laughs> yeah. That way you'll be sure. <laughs> you do the rest of the math. We're just not that good. That's <laughs> it. You know, we live, we live in the East Wave. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsors. Uh, Sitland.net, Legends Action Figures, the best retail place for action figures in Montreal. 
And Canada. Almost, Canada. And almost in all of North America. <laughs> Just check the prices. That's right. With the cheap Canadian dollars. On their website, www.legendsactionfigures.com. Of course, our web host, simplenet.ca, simple-net.ca. Uh, our partners, theforce.net, your daily dose of Star Wars. And of course, StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars Fan Hodio. Brought to you by Nathan Butler. Uh, well, that's it, folks. Here I am, Romitez. If you like the show, this was Romitez. If you didn't like the show, this was Nathan Butler. And on this note, we're going to tell you goodbye and next, see you next time. See, talk to you next time. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs. You were listening to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Be sure to visit www.swanzirec.com for more information about upcoming shows. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Cyclan.net, c'est les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars, incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe, et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.citlan.net. Sir, if you're not be needing me, I'll close down for a while.